This podcast is brought to you by One Music Collective, the new spot for podcasting and music production and distribution. Check out onemusiccollective.com. This podcast is brought to you by Harry Blues Gin. Harry Blues Gin is a premium gin at a consumable price. The handcrafted gin distills over a 60-day process, which includes maceration, kettle distillation, and vapor infusion. The main ingredients include juniper, elderflower, and citrus. The entire process takes place in Miami and is delish. And if you've listened to this podcast before, you have heard me talk about Harry Blues Gin. You have seen me drink a lot of Harry Blues Gin. I love it. The promo code is GRP at the Harry Blues Gin website. The Harry Blues Gin website is shopharryblues.com. That's shopharryblues.com. Promo code GRP for free shipping on two bottles. This podcast is brought to you by The Loan Dog. Mortgages made easy. Follow The Loan Dog on Instagram at The Loan Dog and subscribe to the YouTube channel at Caraway The Loan Dog Cuenca. And that's Cuenca, C-U-E-N-C-A, to learn how you can get approved for a home loan. Oh my lord. Today on the podcast, I mean, yo, this one, this one was just an absolute party. Me, Mike Mass, Psych Montano, see money on the video switcher. See, it's really nice to not be the guy who's doing the video switching. There's just something about it. There's something about video switching while you're on a podcast that it's just like, it's a bitch to do. Like I've gotten slightly better at it, but the fact that C-Money was doing it while I was talking to Psych and Mike Mass made a world of difference. Anyway, as y'all know, the podcast recently moved to Tampa. It's, I mean, I'm more than happy. The podcast studio is about... 70% 70% done. And then after it's hundred percent done, well, it'll never truly be done because I'll always be adding stuff to it. Um, there'll, there'll always be more shit to do. Yo, this podcast, holy guaca. We take a little break right in the middle. The first half is just a full on argument. <laughs> like It's fucking, it's epic. And the second half, we just goof around and giggle. It, it was a really, really, really fun one. Uh, Mike Mass Music and Psych Montano are part of a uh, label out here called Wave Theory. They have a lot of great artists under them. Uh, more on Wave Theory later. But yeah, Wave Theory rocks. If you live in Tampa or you're even just visiting Tampa, every Tuesday night, at a bar called shuffle there is an open mic and i mean if you've been to an open mic before you've seen the different vibes that different open mics have some open mics are just like comedians waiting to get on stage and you're just literally talking to comedians some of them are uh, music open mics where it's just like all right come on people let's get up there let's sing your songs and get off I went to one shuffle event or one uh, wave theory event at shuffle last week i've been up here for 11 days and i've uh, Yo, the vibes at this open mic are so supportive, so fun, and the talent at Shuffle on Tuesday nights is equal to the talent that you will find at music festivals or at concerts. These musicians are nuts. Look up Ken Apperson. His album Puzzle Pieces is nuts. Look up um, at Lakeland Lo-Fi on Instagram, and that's Lakeland with no vowel, so L-K-L-N-D Lo-Fi on instagram uh this dude derek runs it and it just 
he, he gets up there with an SPC 404 and just rips it with his production. Um, I sang a little song. I sang uh, Sister Golden Hair by America, but the Yonder Mountain String Band version, which was just, it was fun. It was my first time ever performing on stage. I'll talk a little bit about it on the pod, uh, but it was my first time ever performing with a guitar uh, on, like in front of people. Went well and just tons of support. Check out Shuffle on Tuesday nights. All right, y'all. Let's get into the pod. This is Psych Montano and Mike Mass. Man, they say it's a shame, but as they say, it's the game. Oh, my goodness. Yo, yo, we have waters, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, no, nah, I'm not going to need my water. water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I gave him mine. I don't need it. I got mad beers. I got water, No, nah, I got beers. Quote, unquote, beers. I'm on, the, I'm on the NA beer hunt, bro. I really need to go... I'm a connoisseur, bro. I'm trying to get all the all the flavors. You should do a blog. Best top ten, top five. Ten's too much. And then I need to zoom myself. Yo, can you? Okay, uh, either, either one of you. Can you just like zoom in on that camera? See what I'm take saying? This, can I take this logo? Like, like, can you hear me? What's up? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. See, see, you got me. See, you got me. Keep going. A little more. Oh. Ah, too much. <laughs> there, there, there. Oh, you had it. A little bit. There. Nope. Back one. A little bit. That's it. Company. Perfect. Like. Okay. Wait, no, a little bit in. Just a little <laughs> bit. Just a little bit this in. Guy. Sorry. There. There, 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 there. 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 Perfect. Right. Let's fucking do this. Oh. Yes. Yes. Bro, I'm so happy to be at OMC. I'm so happy to be at OMC. Fucking hell yeah, boy. All right, quick sound. Yo, what up? All right. uh, check one, two. Check one, two. Hey. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> Let's go. Hello and welcome to the Graham Radio Podcast. My name is Graham and with me today. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm so I'm so used to me being the one who does that, that I literally just like, yeah, it doesn't matter. We got Mike Mass in the house. We got... Psych Montano in the house. We are What's in up? Tampa. The Graham Radio fucking podcast is up and running. The studio is alive. We got C on the video switcher. What's up, C? What's up? Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm so happy. I'm like, okay. If, if you're a listener of the pod, you know that this is a big, big deal. All right. Welcome to the Graham Radio Podcast. Check out the post-game mixes on SoundCloud. Post-game 10 has been posted to uh, YouTube, and it's actually also on um, it's on SoundCloud. And drink Harry Blues Gin. Harry Blues Gin. I drink it. It's so good. Distilled in Miami. It's a very, very Miami gin. If you like Hendrix, which I love Hendrix, um, well, I'll just tell a quick story. I've told the story before, but whatever. First time I tried Harry Blue's gin, my buddy came over to do a podcast and he texted me before he got here and he said, do you like gin? And I said, yeah, yeah, I love Hendrix. 
He brings over Harry Blue's gin. And actually, um, um, Mike, can you grab the Harry Blue's gin that's behind you? Uh, nope, down. There you go. There you go. So uh, Austin Tolchin, which is a great podcast, that is the recordation of a fantastic day. He brought over Harry Blue's gin, told me about it. I ended up DMing Harry Blue's. We And now he sponsors the pod, and he's the man. Promo code GRP when you order two bottles. That comes out to 80 bucks, and it's free shipping, so shipping is usually 25 bucks. And, bro, honestly, like, if you just like to have gin in your liquor cabinet, then why would you, like, wait and go? I have to drive all the way to the liquor store and get it when you can just order it for free shipping from the link in the bio of Graham Radio. Also... New sponsor, The Lone Dog. More on that later. All right, y'all. Let's get into the pod. Hello, Mike. What up, Mellow Mike? Yo, what up? What up? I'm chilling. What up, Mellow Mike? What's good in the block? (laughs) We're in Tampa. It's cool. Memorial. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? Airport area. Shout out to Tampa Bay. Shout out to Psych Montana. What's up, God? Chilling out here in Tampa, finally, at long last, doing the podcast thing. I think one of the first things we did when I came out here was we went to WMNF, and we went for an interview there. That was like the first thing you brought me out on in the, in the hip-hop scene. That was cool as shit. Yeah, it was. We, we've been doing this for a while, and it's good to have, for you to invite us to... Your show. Yeah, thank you, brother. Being somebody that hasn't been really here that long, right? Dude, I moved here. What day is today? Today is Thursday. Yeah. And I moved here on last Monday. Damn. Wow. Yeah. And you already. <laughs> <laughs> and, and That's what I'm saying. You already got to me, motherfucker. <laughs> Go for the throat. I'm sneaky like that. That's, That's awesome. Just how I do. I mean, dude, I'm happy that I got to you, though. I mean, yes. dude, like you're cool as hell. Thank you. Yeah, man. actually, I my- feel the same way about you, sir. You're a very cool dude. dude. Thank you so much, man. Yes. Um. Yeah. So the way that I uh, came to know you, of course, is actually through C. And C showed me. C is uh, sitting right here next to me. Um. And by the way, OMC. C, the, more on that later. Word. OMC is dope. Anyway. C showed me the video of you freestyling on Sway in the Morning. Word. Yeah. <laughs> and when I watched that, that I was, was like, <laughs> I was like, damn. And honestly, at first, when I was listening to that, I was like, this is written. Like, this is obviously written. Like, what the fuck? But then, like, you did a, something later in your freestyle mm-hmm. where it made me like, like, it's something that I do in a freestyle where, like, you sort of, like, trip over something like it, you can tell that like oh i don't know where i was going with that but then i'm gonna save myself and go right back here you know what i mean yeah so from there i was like yo that's how he freestyles are you kidding me dude insane we got to talk about this do we should we talk about this this is always this is the thing right the top concept for us anytime we go anywhere is is all right we're gonna we're, yeah we're, we got it we see got money it. are we gonna talk about it <laughs> <laughs> let's do it all right so listen man Get it out of the way. All that shit was written. All right. Okay. Now, is it less impressive? No. And wait, wait, dude, I'm so happy that you're saying this right now. (laughs) I'm so happy that you're saying this because years ago I was watching a Drake interview and he explained just because something is written does not mean that it's not a freestyle. What's whack is Mm. that everything is a written and people are lying about it being a freestyle. 
So what you think are people on the radio freestyling? All of that shit is written. written. All of like literally most of it. Then if not, if they're a lyricist, they'll say it's off the dome. And it'll be trash. And yeah. you'll know that it's, it's it's freestyle because it will be trash. Lupe did it when he was on uh, Sway. Joey Badass mm-hmm. consistently does trash freestyles off the dome. Um, <laughs> Logic did it. Lot, yeah, and it's like, if you want somebody to be trash on the radio, then just tell them to improvise. But if you want to get the best work from a rapper, then you want to hear their bars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like when you go on a podcast, it's sort of like, I mean, it's fun. It's a hangout. But what ends up happening is that it's promotion for you. And you want people to actually like what they're hearing. You have, like, I always talk about freestyling because this is a big thing, right? Freestyling off the dome is extremely useless. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like, but it's awesome, though. How do you feel about improv comedy? I love it. Right. Such a huge fan. Now, I hate improv comedy. Okay. Do you know why? Because I like it. It's people <laughs> to me, it's just people who haven't taken the time to create something good. Yeah, well, they're they're leaning hold on a second. Hold they're, on a second. They're leaning they're, I, it's it seems like it seems like people who do improv are l- kind of leaning on the comfortability that it wasn't planned so that they kind of have a, a a gray area of criticism around hold on it. it. Hold on. Hold on. A hot second. That's do you how, mean that's as how like what, a profession? What you're, what you're hold saying. On. Before yeah, you answer, please, do you please. mean, just to clarify, do you mean as like a profession, like their regular thing, like it's that's something they're trying saying. to do or like just like a hobby? Because I feel like I'm I saying like I improv agree with comedy is not something that you, like for me, improv comedy is not to me like, like, okay, you have people who, who draw who 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 do the art for cartoons, right? Mm. And then you have like animators, and and then and then you have like um, I don't know Jean Michel Basquiat, right? Now there's wait, wait, really hold no up, hold up wait a, a Basquiat sounds familiar, but what's Jean Michel Basquiat? That, Jean Michel Basquiat is and has been for quite some time the highest selling American visual artist ever. Uh, for quite some time, he, he's actually a, a a black man from New York. This guy. John Michel Basquiat. John Michel Basquiat. John Michel Basquiat was an American artist. Here for. John Michel Basquiat was an American artist of Haitian and Puerto Rican descent. Basquiat first achieved fame as part of SAMO, a graffiti duo. SAMO, yeah. So, well, yo, let's see some images. SAMO. He's actually the the abstract. Uh, Ooh, I love. Damn, psych. I'm sorry that you can't see this. You're kind of behind. Ah, he so knows Basquiat. Yeah, we when we was in Black Wall Street, we saw. We got a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So but yeah. So like what I'm saying is like <clears throat> improv is fun on the spot, but it's like selling a lit flame. You can't sell a lit flame. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just going to go out while you carry it home. A freestyle. Well, a lit flame is beautiful. But you can't sell it. So? So you can't make a career out but of it. But that doesn't mean that it's bad. So it, okay, I, wait, I, wait, I didn't so say now, it was bad. I said it was talking, useless. Now we're talking about. It's sense. not. It's not useless. In a business though. sense, it's useless. It is. Absolutely not. And. Let me freestyling from a rap perspective. What about fun. Jerry Garcia? I don't think it's, it's a fun. Useless. It's a fun hobby. Hold on a it's like hacky sack. It's like hacky sack. Yes. Dude, that's okay. Wait. It's me, fun to do, right? With your friends. You with let me hit you with. But this, what are you okay? going to be a professional hacky sacker? I know a professional freestyler who makes who, a ton of money freestyling. Yes, freestyling. And let me tell you exactly how. I mean, they're out there. All right, tell me. I don't sure. know what his Instagram is, but I will show it to you after this. Mm-hmm. Or um, we, we have our friend Dylan in here. If you, if you can find like uh, freestyler, uh, best freestyler uh, Instagram. If you can Google that, you might find something. Okay. Mm-hmm. This guy streams like Zooms with people at, all over the world. Mm-hmm. And 
the person who he's um, who he's video conferencing with holds up random items. Oh phone, God. Water bottle. Yeah, I get it. Glass, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I'm I do that while I'm driving and passing stores. I'm familiar with the idea. This dude has 137,000 followers, okay. and that's what he does for a job. So hey, that's he, tight. Yeah, Good so, for him. so yeah, well, hold on a second because I don't think you're giving credit where credit's due. I'm what credit you that, do you want me I'm to give you him? That it's a career. There's a guy who farts on YouTube in his drawers and creates shit stains in his pants, and he makes money too off YouTube. Yeah, good for him, dude. That's, that's a, what I just said. Good for him. Hold, hold that's on, the same thing no, I said no, about no, that no, no, guy. No, no, no. I think they're the same guy. They're the same guy. What you said before? They're the same guy. What? Great. Sure, they're the same guy. So what you're saying is, so basically, what you're saying is that. Shitting on YouTube is is basically like a career, dude. If you're making a bill a million dollars a year off it, and you're getting five million to so his use, credit, you said yeah, useless. It's a career. I, it, I guess useless it is. It, a I guess it, I guess it isn't useless. It's virtually useless. I, it's, it's I would not, say it's that it's not useless. Yeah, at least wrong. if we're talking about you the can music make, career, you, you can make money. A, you can make money off of freestyling about objects on Zoom, and you can make money shitting and farting in your pants on YouTube. So that's pretty much where we're at. So, well. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah. <laughs> that was it. Or I meant to do this one. <laughs> no, the first. I one like the applause better. better. The applause <laughs> is better. Yeah, yeah. Okay, she's mashing it. <laughs> yeah. So, hold on. Like you said that it's a useless thing. Now I want to. First of all, you can have a career off of it. Second of all, let's talk about Jerry Garcia for a second. Okay. He is the master improviser on guitar. That is what that is what jamming is. That is what the Grateful Dead stood for. That's different than in, rap. Improvisation. But dude, you were just talking about improvisation. I'm talking about rap. I'm yeah. talking about improv comedy specifically. Dude, improv comedy. Dude, how about Second City? Dude, if you go to Second City in Chicago, you can become gigantic. You know who went to Second City? Stephen Colbert. I know. Stephen um, Colbert, Steve Carell, they came up from the improv scene. That's what I'm saying. Whose line is it so anyway? That's a good it's one. It's conducive. Like, being able to improvise is such an yeah. awesome skill. It's such a small but, percentage of people that are good at it that but, it's not worth me watching. The conversation wasn't about but, whether but, or not but, it was but, useful, hold, like a skill. It's, it's not worth me watching. It's, it was... But in dude, a business sense, can you make a career out of it? That's you a can't skill convince in the me career. to like improv comedy. Like, yes, I, can. I don't like yes, it. I, can. I don't like it. I don't like freestyle I'll take, rap. I will take you to an improv show. I don't like freestyle rap. I, I've been here for eight, for nine days, and I'll take you to an improv show in Tampa. I will never go with you. <laughs> <laughs> I will never go to an improv show. The truth of the matter is, you're I love, <laughs> listen, but I love stand up comedy. You know why? Because those guys write jokes, they take time to prepare something that is good, they make sure it's good, and then they they come out Before, and present it to people yeah. because that's what artists do. That's what art is. It's like buying a painting before the painting is made. You're looking at a blank canvas. He's like, all right, 75. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't painted it yet. And that is beautiful. Now here's a question. That's cool. Are yeah. there? I'm not willing to put my money up for that. That's just I, need to personal... be, I need the guarantee of quality if I'm going to put my money up for something. Okay. Well, let's talk here for a second. Right. Because that. are there artists who make money painting? There are artists like who specifically painting live. There's artists Are who make money doing everything. Everybody, there's every. We just pro, we just talked about this and proved this. You can make money shitting in your pants on YouTube. Yes. And you can make money freestyling on Zoom. So that that closes that conversation. You can make money doing anything. Yeah. So it's so it's useful. So, so it's, it's a career. Right. So it's not about if if it applies universally, then now we can't make a point out of it. You understand what I'm saying? So everybody can make money. That can't be a point now because universally that that's true. Right. Wait, 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 hold make, on. Hold on a second. I'm, that is. Hold on. I, I need to I need I think I need a calculator for what you just so said. So that means everything is useful. Confused. Everything is useful is what you're saying. Um I don't think everything is useful. But you can make money off everything. 
Um, I don't think you can make money off everything. Anything. Anything. Yeah, I mean, you can They're make synonymous. I don't think you can make money off anything. I mean, we just proved that. You can, you make, can money make money off fucking shitting your pants on YouTube. So like <laughs> what what the point, whole point what is that point not is everybody be, can yo, make can money you, off of a freestyle yo, career. I wonder if like if you can make money like Making money doesn't snap. give you artistic critical acclaim or credibility in that sense is what that, I'm saying. I think it's an indication. I think that it I is I disagree an, 100%. I, think that it is I also an disagree with Dude, that. Dude, well, the cream rises to the top and generally the whoever's at the top is making a lot of money. Yeah, the person who makes a lot of money does not indicate that that person has the most talent what or do you the mean? most what, creative what do you talent. What do you mean? What do you mean? What I mean is somebody having a good business model for profiting does not imply that they are talented in the field of creativity that they're a part of. It's no correlation between the two of those things. I think that there's some correlation. No. Absolutely, you, you not. Say that Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't know, I know people who are an active artist who could wash 99% of living rappers to this day. Well, then why aren't they like, well, okay. Because they don't, have the, they don't have the business model for That's it. That's not their life. Because they don't have the marketing. They don't have the, the, the budget. They don't have the network. They don't have the contacts. Well, you know they, they have saying? the ability. They don't and have that's the what time, we're talking about the, is you know the ability. Well, the, yo, just because you don't have like contacts now doesn't mean that you can't get contacts. You can, but that's-, that's here's, a, here's a question for, I have a question for you. Right. Do you think that talent is as important as business savvy. No, find important. Absolutely not. I mean, important in. Okay, it, okay. I will be more specific with my question. Mm. Do you think that talent is as important to become successful in the music industry as business savvy? Absolutely no. not. No way. Shape that's, or form. But that's not what we were just talking about. We were well, talking about. It kind of is. No, you're like, saying that there's a congruency between someone's inherent innate talent or talent that they work for, however they have the talent and their level of success in business. And I know many shitty products that are on the, that are on the shelves. I know a lot of things that are not authentic and they're making tons of money. Go to McDonald's. Yeah. Is that art? That's I mean, it's fact. craftsmanship That's in and a way. A business model in and of itself is right. you have to be creative to market. That, mm -hmm. it, that implies mm -hmm. that you're using both sides of your brain. But at the end of the day, there are people who are just not out there, not known. I mean, think about underground rap. Just because I don't make as much money as, you know, Lil Yachty doesn't mean that if we're hanging out outside the venue and spitting Broccoli. 16s to no beat, yeah, like I'm going to wash 99% of those people who are just out there doing commercial music. That's and fine. I just, Fetty Wap I wanna, is not a lyricist, but he makes bread. He made yeah. more bread than anybody. What was that, 2014 yeah, or 15? he made more bread than any hip-hop artist. In ever like in, in uh, that mm -hmm. amount of time. And then dipped <laughs> yeah so is he better than some why do you people think that he dipped here? though why do you think he dipped because he knew he didn't have longevity in the game it wasn't timeless wait it was, wait, it was did, a fad he, it was a trend did he voluntarily like dip or did like no i think he made did, a good did, business did he just, like, decision fade out did he just like fade out i think he just faded out there was no reason for him to continue because there were other artists that were coming out that were gonna get more attention in the same genre and subgenres. so i think that he just made a i would have took the, the money and ran yeah, that was yeah. a genius that was genius because he took something instead of stretching it out, Cole talks about it on um, I don't know which I think it's Snow on the Bluff, and he talks about how like the money's not going to last forever, so you have to like plan ahead. Yeah, it was actually 1985. Well, and you got to make that sure. To my point, like business savvy, that is business savvy. Yeah, business Being savvy is ahead. more important than whether or not whether or not you have talent is unimportant when it comes to business right. uh, acumen. So what I'm saying is. Um, whether or not somebody's successful at business is not an indication of whether they're talented, is what we're saying. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that, but that's not my question. Tyler, though. the creator, didn't even really want to be a rapper, and he became one of the biggest icons in the world. He's been seen in interviews. He's like, this isn't something like I don't have the hunger and the passion that some of these guys do. I just happen to be good at it, and I have good people around me and can make dope music. Yes. And I, he, when he won Yonkers, when he won the music video award for that, 
That it was won't like, stop until the cops come in. Yeah, that was like I'm an overachiever. Like yeah. he, sh- <laughs> he shouldn't have won that, considering who he was up against and the type of culture wait, wait, that he was you're in. You're talking about the VMAs where he won Best Artist? Or Best New For artist. Yonkers specifically, best. for the music video okay. for Yonkers. Okay. That was like 2012 or some shit. And realistically, at the time, that was a pretty edgy... You know, he's hanging he was himself indie. in the video. He was underground. Yeah, exactly. And for him to get that that type of acclaim, it proved that it didn't matter how much money, how many followers you had. If you had the dopest product, think of Breaking Bad, Heisenberg. He's got the blue meth. It doesn't matter <laughs> that Gus Fring is his boss. It just matters that he makes the blue meth. Well, then that's the only thing that well, matters. Well, then why are he's the artist? He's okay, the scientist, right? But he also is very business savvy, and he walked up, and he was in, not in, good at it. And, <laughs> no, he was great at business. Hold on, remember the scene? Was the second, he? How, how did that turn out? How did that turn out? I'm spoilers for the fans. If you've never seen Breaking Bad, yeah. turn it off now. But like on some real shit, if you shit. haven't seen Breaking Bad, it's 2021. <laughs> it, who cares? <laughs> just spoilers. We don't care. Fuck a spoiler alert. Yeah, just say it. So yeah, um, didn't really turn out that great. Yeah, he ended up dead. <laughs> Do you remember that part? So well, he murdered hey, all, the, people? all the best Great. artists end up dead. Okay. Oh God. See, now we're going. Like he was a better artist than he was a businessman, which to kind of bring the conversation full circle, it doesn't matter. Like if you're we always talk about this. When you're outside the venue and there's no beat and you have eleven rappers in a circle and people are spitting and you can't spit something fire, I don't care how many records or followers you have, you're trash. Facts. If you can't spit me something that you've written, Oh, oh, oh. And to bring oh, it back to freestyling, if oh, you're selling oh. things that you make up on the spot all the time, that's cool that people want that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of an artist, you want to have a brand. You're changing my mind. You're not going to promote your you know podcast right now? with no picture yeah. and no name and just user name 10 file. Like you, you, you wait, show wait, wait, your wait. image. I missed what you said. I missed so what like you said. Say, like in terms of, in marketing, you have to, it has to be prepared. You're not going to freestyle your marketing. Why would you, the product that we're selling is a higher level of writing at the end of the day. We're putting pen to pad. Or sometimes in the head, some people can do that. I know people who. So don't you're have saying, to write, like, from a broader perspective, you know? you're saying that improvisation, like, is. I think that we can all agree that it is conducive to creating a career because you can get make money off anything, which is fine. You can crazy. make money off it, but, but you can't take it home, not, right? Like, but it's not going to get you like right. as like to the place where an artist r- truly wants to be. You'll never get the respect. Right, exactly. Because at the end of the day, the greatest people in every sect of creativity, none of their greatest works. We're just like, oh, in the middle of painting the Mona Lisa, that was his shit. When that was done and presented to people, it wasn't even at the time he didn't consider it his best work, but it became because it was prepared and then marketed and they made a lot of money off of it. How was the Mona Lisa marketed? I don't even. It was also really small. I found that out. That was really disappointing. Yeah, so I, I like heard that it was big. really small. Yeah, that was really sad for me. But it's a, it's about the story. <laughs> it's about the story behind it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, like in the rap rap today is so. Like there's such a a, a a division because you have rappers that they want to create something timeless that that's gonna last forever, and then you have rappers that they don't have any respect for the culture whatsoever. They're just trying to make money. Mm-hmm. What well, what about rappers who are trying to like create their own culture? Or, that's fine. Wait, so what, 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 like, I, I'm a little bit confused. What do you mean by not respecting the culture? Hip hop culture. Hip hop culture is a culture. Like it's a it's a culture that. That, a history that has a history and 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 has has like founders and has like you know there are things about hip hop that are inherent to the people that are part of the culture that people are who are outside of hip hop culture don't understand 
Like, if you don't know who Cool Herc is, if you don't know what was going on in the Bronx, if you don't know, if you're in the rap game and you don't know that, like, the New York City blackout is one of the biggest reasons that hip-hop culture was born, mm-hmm. if you don't know about that kind of stuff, 1520 Sedgwick Avenue, the first hip-hop party ever thrown, like, if you don't know that and you're participating, it's like playing NBA basketball and not knowing who Kobe Bryant is. Yeah. You, sh- you just don't belong there, whether or not you're going to be successful or good, it's just... That's what we call respect for are we the talking, crap. Yeah. Are we talking you about know a, what I'm saying? Are we talking about a specific genre of rap? We're talking about hip hop culture. We're not talking about rap. Oh. We're talking about hip hop culture. Right. That is what we hip, are. Hip hip hop culture is is. Let me explain. Like you see how he's dressed, his tattoos. That's hip hop. He is mm. hip hop culture. Yeah. He's hip hop culture. You know what I'm saying? The beanie and shit, and like the raps and the Adidas track pants. Like hip hop culture what, what, what is not. About? What, what about my Birkenstocks and tie-dye? <laughs> right, that's you called get me, get me. that's called <laughs> hipster culture. Right, <laughs> which is not bad either. What did Cambada cool. say? White people are imitating Indians, or uh, mm. hippies are imitating Indians. That's mm-hmm. what he said. It's, wow, it's, you dug for that. Oh, I can't believe you remember that. Hippies one. are imi- that, that's that's Wait that a minute, culture. What was that? Hippies are imitating Cambada, Indians. I've been trying to tell you, bro. Cambada is uh. it's hipsters. Hipsters make what was uh, hip hop culture's actual struggle. Into a trendy, cool thing. Is hip is hip hop culture perpetually changing? Yeah, absolutely. Hip hop culture yeah, evolves, like it changes. Else. It's like any, it's just like anything else. But at the core of it, it's always the same. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's uh, how do I explain it? Because it's not punk. It's like stand up, but punk and hip hop goes. They do go hand in hand. The crowds. It's very mi- similar very to well, punk. Yeah. It's it is very, very similar, similar to punk. But the I'm most si- the up. most similar thing is to is to stand up comedy culture. Is the most Agreed. similar thing is to because. It doesn't matter what you do. If you're not funny, then the, you, the out, crowd. Yeah. If you're not funny, the, the crowd is not fucking with you. Yeah. It, there's, no, there's no outside things you can do to change the fact that while you're on stage in front of a crowd, if you're bombing, then you're bombing, bro. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's rap. You know what I'm saying? If you're not good, then you are going to suck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's no bells and whistles. Yeah. But now in rap, they're adding these bells and whistles around it. But the hip hop culture knows right. these guys are trash. Real MCs don't rap over vocals. Yeah, when like, you're performing for a crowd, nobody wants to hear your track. That's what we have Apple Music for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like these are <laughs> these are things that are a part of hip hop culture that are SLP Brett Black. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then things that are outside of this culture, like the culture does not just include rap, it includes fashion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It in, it includes and it includes basketball as part of hip hop culture. Skateboarding N1. is a part of hip hop culture. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hip hop culture is the culture of people who are broke. It's the culture of impoverished people in the inner city. Why why does it have to be the the culture of people who are That's broke? That's what it's born because, from. Because the culture of people who are broke is what creates what what America as a whole sees as trendiness. You know what I'm saying? So when people started wearing one pant leg up, you know what I'm saying? They didn't realize that, that they started wearing that because kids in the hood was rolling their pant leg up to ride their bike through the city. You know what I'm saying? When people are sagging their jeans, they don't realize people Whoa. are sagging their jeans from prison because they have no belt. They were not allowed to wear belts in prison. You know what I'm saying? When people take the laces out their sneakers, they don't realize they're taking the laces out their sneakers because niggas in prison can't have laces because they'll hang themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like all of this is hip hop culture that evolved from the streets. Blues music came from a lack of access to instruments. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they had to learn how to play both the, the bass and the treble part on the same guitar. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the type of shit I'm talking about. That's hip-hop culture. Mm-hmm. Hip-hop culture is organically grown out of despair, out of pain, out of struggle. You know what I'm saying? And then people who are not part of it, they look at it and say, oh, that's cool. Let's make some shit that sounds like that shit. That's how uh, Sugar Hill Gang was born, and that's so, how Rapper's Delight yeah. came out. That's Post Malone. Mm. Wait, what, what about Post Malone? He's the new Elvis. Bars. 
he's basically taking black culture and he's put he's he's a black face artist. You see what I'm saying? So he's taking That's a heavy thing to say that someone's black faced. Like I don't think he's ever been in actual black face. It's a metaphor. But I know but let's, I, let's I know take that, on another I know, level. I know that that's not what you're saying, but like I it's definitely please go ahead. Yeah. So if you're basically emulating a culture that you're not a part of to sell music to them as a marketing scheme, and then when you get on the radio and say, oh, I don't make hip-hop music. I'm, it's not even my, really my favorite genre. Then you're a fucking a culture vulture. You know what I'm saying? Miley Cyrus. You're a culture vulture. Well, is it a culture vulture? Yes. Or yes. is it inspiration? It's not it, inspiration. Wait, hold on. Am, am I a culture vulture because I listen to Joe Rogan and other podcasts? Do you think Elvis was inspired? Or, because a lot of people are going to say he's a culture vulture because that, that style and everything was ripped. It wasn't just like inspired and then sparked right. a new thing. Like The kids he got, the kids Post Malone got his musical style from did not make a per, fraction of the money that he made emulating their style. Because, Why do you think that is? Because he's white. Because he's white. Yes. Because or, or is it just because he has like more pe- like business savvy people around him? Because he's white. Because a white artist, it's easier to get shows. It's easier to get on TV. It's easier to get roles. Is that is that actually a true thing? I mean, if you don't know that that's a true thing, then that's a shame. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, yes, it's a true thing. That's fucked up. Um, and that's like it's like it's fucking terrible that that is a true thing. It's called institutionalized racism. God, man, it's fucked up. There's a lot of rappers better than Drake, is what I'm saying. Okay. okay. There's a lot of rappers better than J. Cole, is what I'm saying. What do they have in common? What does The weekend have in common with them? What do they all know. have in common? What, all, tell me. They're all fair-skinned. They're all fair-skinned. Okay. Yes. You know what I'm saying? What about, like, Joey Badass, though? Where is he? Where He uh, hasn't been heard from in five, he, six he, years. He wrote Rockstar for guess who? Post really? Malone. Oh, yes. yeah. You didn't know about that, did you? That was... Him, Wait, he, him, and T, circle him, and T Pain, him and T Pain yep. wrote Rockstar for Post Malone. Joey and Badass they, was supposed to be on, and that they song. both have verses on the song, and the verses got taken off. Okay, um, why do you think that is? Why would Joey Badass's verse get taken off of a song when he's Joey Badass and T Pain? Because they could sell to a larger audience who is white. White. For, for so when we talk about. Artistry versus success, and that success means that you're a good artist. That's not the case. It just means you have a good business model or marketing scheme. That's what it was, was a marketing scheme. That's what. Wait, that's how, why I brought how, how is it a marketing scheme? Because they're going to sell more tickets at a concert because white girls who are 17 years old have a lot of money left over and can buy those tickets. And their what, parents don't have a I problem with Kendrick, their kids going to those concerts. Exactly. When I saw Kendrick Lamar in Long Island at Jones Beach, listen, I love, I'm a huge Kendrick Lamar fan. Love him. He performed the entire uh, like Black Panther track list it was all over the speakers he wasn't even rapping half the time he had zakari up there on like a a tightrope walkway and he said love me like three times and then dipped and it was all white people i was there <laughs> in jones beach and they're singing the lyrics to other people's verses and kendrick isn't even doing his own verses kendrick is not that type of artist into the mic, into the mic. kendrick is not that type of artist overall but if you want to make a lot of money you want to sell tickets at jones beach in at the nikon theater in long island uh-huh. You market those songs. You don't play Good Kid, Mad City. You don't do the Backstreet Freestyle. So what, you know what so, I'm saying. So, so what you're saying, which makes sense, is um, like white kids, um, classically have like more funds to go to shows. So they, that music is a lot more marketed to like the like to to white girls and like and people middle and right, upper right. middle class suburban kids right people with money are the people who music is marketed towards and basically what they're marketing is top 40 they're marketing a lifestyle that is taboo like the black culture let me ask you a question let me ask you a question 
you know? Is it better to, like, when you're rising as as a musical... Uh, you can hear me all right? Yeah. Uh, when you're rising as a musical artist, is it better to blow up really, really quick or have a slow drip, uh, then you're famous? It depends. I, uh, I don't think blow up really, really quick exists. I think that's a fiction. Well, mm, what about people, Lil Pump? That people think is. Lil Pump, Lil Pump blew up. out of he, he was rapping for, like, eight months and then became Lil Pump. Well, what about... Look! 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 Little! Look! Little pump. Like, mm. what, what's well, what's significant what, about little pump? That, what <laughs> that he blew up? Like that he blew no, up? No, that he's fucking like damn near white. Like he's white. <laughs> Takashi six nine. Look at him. He's Spanish, but he's white. Look at Takashi six nine, bro. I'm Spanish, but I'm white. He I mean, like, I'm a hundred percent Puerto Rican. He looks and like I'm he looks like bleached Mi- a lot of doors. He looks like bleached Michael Jackson. Takashi six nine. You think there's dudes running around the hood with rainbow dreads? You think that's real? Dude, I don't want to just say, hold on. Cardi B. Hold on a second. Cardi B. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cardi B. Lauryn Hill never won best album. Hold on a second. Oh, wait, no, she did win best album. Let's let's But then they ruined her career, like, on purpose. And and anyway, go ahead. They didn't want Lauryn Hill to win. Yeah. The reason that I brought up Lil Pump is because he blew up out of nowhere. Now he's, like, really nowhere. Like, he dropped Harvard Dropout. It's right. Trendiness. But, but, but. He capitalized on a trend. Gucci Gang. Gucci Gang was mm-hmm. such a huge popular song it was. and was super like easily consumable. Right. And like that, like that is God, I lost my train of thought. Fuck! Bad at podcasting. Welcome to the Graham Radio Podcast. Um, dude, like he blew up and now he's nowhere. So my question was like, is it better to have a slow drip? And I think that it is better to have a slow drip. But like I answered the question the same exact way I answered it before. The, you the, saying instant success is a falsehood. It doesn't happen unless there, there's a pl- that, that's a plan for that to happen. The best like, way and I if, can if, put it. And if you're the artist that that's planned for, then it's not because of know, you, and it's not because of your talent okay. that that happened. Okay, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So like, as like two dope artists, and I've right. gone through, if not all, at least the vast majority of your music on Spotify. I appreciate that. Like, what is like. Like, what is the way to rise? Like, what do you envision? You have to do the footwork. That's how you rise. Go in person Mm -hmm. and meet people in person. That's one of the biggest things we try to stress, especially in the digital age. Like, when I first moved out here, I was in Pasco. I drove 45 minutes to an hour every day coming out here after work. I was working 7.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., coming out here, going to the shows. Mike was putting me in front of people just to get the face recognized, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, like, the way, like, he's my favorite producer, and I definitely have a lot of his beats for a reason because the way he does business is it's he's not putting a beat on YouTube for 60,000, 120,000 people to hear, and then someone buys it, and then you release the song, and people have already heard the song because your consumer base is going to be those same people and their people, you know what I'm saying? That makes sense. So he builds the beat in person for you, and the connection that that establishes and the business relationship that that establishes is a lot more personable and a lot more tangible than looking at someone through a screen because you don't really know who you're dealing with. I drove four or five hours out of my way to go to a studio session that wasn't booked for me, and I got wait, five beats. Wait, what? Yeah, I told him wait, I was what coming. What does that mean? What does that mean? It I told him I was coming through on this day. He said, all right, come through at this time. We have the session booked from like 6 to 12. And his name is Nisam. Fuck that motherfucker. If I see you, it's, it's on site, bro. No, for real. I bought beats from him. He never sent me the stems. Never me? finished the beats. Yeah, because you go out to people that you don't know. You just like, and I met him actually on the scene in like Jersey, mm. but I didn't know who he was through a hole in the wall. Someone's like, all right, yeah, he's like, I got beats from him. Like you could link with him. Drove from Suffolk County, Long Island, all the way out to Allentown. Damn. And then Damn. showed up. And he had all these people coming through for sessions. I was like, you knew I was coming. He's like, yeah, my bad. We're just running a little late, whatever. 
And then next thing you know, I'm leaving and I have a couple half-assed beats and really nothing to show for the trip, the money, Wait, no, so, none so, of it. But you you linked up with him. Though. I linked like, up yeah. with him, but I knew him through digital first. Right. Because I'm was i a former member, former member of Dead Rabbits, originated in Long Island, just a really large collective of people. Mm-hmm. And I left just because it was disorganized. But I met him through them because some of them had worked with him. And he's like with like the, the King Magnetic like tribe like they're 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 cool people but the way that that particular guy did business really showed me like you kind of have to establish that face-to-face contact that's the beautiful part about creation that's what i love about music i used to be in a metal band i like no being, shit yeah i used to play guitar we used to play like iron maiden type shit wait do you, do you like Sabbath. do you like metal absolutely who do you like who do you like oh my god okay bro. for the listeners who should people be listening to for uh when it comes i mean to i'm not the guy because it's been it's been a minute but i was actually um i'm a technical person and you listen to my music so i like, like math rock i do but i do but i'm more talking it. about like okay. um like more music theory and like the way that they use music to connect with people i like disturbed Disturbed is a very mm-hmm. emotional band and experience. I'd seen them live twice. They were great, but I'm not. How close were you? I wasn't crazy close, okay. but I was I was in like the, the middle section, like in the front, but more towards the back of the middle section with, it, uh, with my it neighbor. Was it, it was dope, but th- see, this is like real MCs don't rap over vocals. When you're a live band, don't play with a track. You play with four guys. Wait, what? Dan Donegan is the lead guitarist and the keyboardist and the rhythm guitarist. Okay. So when you're playing live and you don't hire someone to tour with you to play, you have to play with a track. Damn. It's not really live. Like, it's live, but it's over yo, a guitar yo, rhythm track. You know what would be crazy, though? If, like, <laughs> at a Disturbed show, they, like... So, what was his name? Dan Donaghy. He's the guitarist. Dan Donaghy. He, like, does... <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> he, um... So he's the keyboardist and he like plays like the whole song on keys to like get everyone super hyped for it. And he like puts it on like a loop and then he like plays the guitar part and then he does the like. No, that's, that he loop. clicked a button on that the pedal be, and no, that I'm shit saying, was. Like, what if dude, like what, that would be crazy. I mean, shout out to Gong Get because that's what they do every time they perform. Yeah, they're dope as fuck. <laughs> you know, they're Wait, making. Who's the, go, Gong, that's Senyo and Gong Shio Key yeah. from Bangarang. Uh, yeah, they were at the shuffle. Shout out to Shuffle, by the way. Wait, they, wait, were they there? Last they, night or two nights ago, the last yeah. night was Ken Apperson was our feature, and then mm-hmm. the week before that was uh, Gong Get was our feature. And they're dope, and yes. they do all the beats like live. They have like a hook that they do, but Senyo will freestyle his verses, and Shido's like making the beat there. He just brings up his stuff and does the beat. It's not like he's clicking play and it's that's a track. So, that's so cool. I love you know? watching loopers. Do, it's dope as fuck. Do, do yeah, crazy shit, dude. Yeah, watching Ken Apperson do his thing. <laughs> Boy, that guy oh. is amazing. Beast. I wish my, I could have been there. Oh yeah. my god. He's a great he's a great example of what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Fucking like there's no reason like he, his skill level is at the highest possible mm-hmm. level that it could be at. Dude, I well, yeah, okay. I felt like such a fucking dork <laughs> when we had to play <laughs> Dude, dude. I get up. Nah, you fucking did your thing, bro. Th- thank you. But Wait, oh yeah, what did you do? Did you freestyle? Did what did you do? Nah, he played the guitar. He sang us. He sang with the guitar. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> I wasn't there. I was asleep at like seven o two p.m. Uh, okay, okay. He got the laugh track. It was uh, just funny, <laughs> Dude, the laugh track is great, bro. Oh my God. Wait, 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 wait for the ending laughs. Hold on. Wait. wait. This is it's terrible. Funny. It's, it's just funny. Self-deprecating. Um, it's funny. I don't know. What the hell was I even saying? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my God. I felt like such a dork because like. I got up there with my guitar and I'm like, "Hey Mike, uh can you uh, can you get me a mic?" And you're like, "Yeah, I got you." And then um <laughs> you ask me, "Do you have a plug for your 
guitar and i was like no <laughs> yeah he didn't but we had another plug but, and yeah we yeah had a mic and everything dope. shout out to ken so Apperson. it was ken, ken got That's up dope. like oh my god this fucking guy <laughs> hey man what are you gonna do first time you did good for your first time man. that's dope it was fun dude i didn't Every get it week. on video but then uh dude the magician oh what's vitality steven vital steven vital yeah the god dude, he's, in, he's nuts bro. it's crazy yeah <laughs> there's no <laughs> like shout, so out, shout out to steven vital man, the magician man y'all at steven vital magic is dude his Instagram. he was mm-hmm. uh I, I was looking for someone to like sit with before like everyone got there and um i was like going up to him but he was like getting off of his seat and i was like hey man can i sit with you and he was like oh yeah sure he does a bunch of magic for me and then i turn around and there's like a bunch of like girls like right there <laughs> and i was like oh you should go do magic for them and he was like yeah i was about to but then you walked up yeah exactly Hold on. Hey, fuck, that's the wrong one he found the, he, he put the, the air horns on there. he has it on unlocked yep i literally have it yep <laughs> that's yeah. terrible <laughs> you have how, how fun is this though this this is, is, i mean cool. it's pretty cool i, I fuck with that yeah. <laughs> we, dude we can like uh, this connect this is connected to my c's laughing we we can shout out to c money by the way he's yeah. facts yeah, he's a dj dude, i don't know if you know c. that like a dj oh. like a real dj like a real vinyl vinyl records like you know what i'm saying you like, want to talk about hip-hop culture that's what like, we were saying that's he real scratches on beat <laughs> like, like that's that's no screens b mm. dude yeah uh but before y'all got here i sent you a little video dude we were messing around on my reins like yeah. we were going Beast. in on my reins that's dude. a sick ass set of turntables my guy thank you yo i gotta get dj defaz in here to like uh, to record something with defaz me. is dope deep shout out to defaz in the building Facts. he has he actually been putting up mixes on mixcloud um he does a nice combination of abstract shit mellow hip-hop shit he's a great also, dj grimy Old hip hop from the late nineties, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you can make him make and stink face. Listen to Defaz. Yeah, so check out Defaz on the follow him on Instagram too at Defaz eight one three at, at Defaz eight one three. Dude, he's cool as hell. Yeah, that's, Return that's, of the Mac. Ah, that's Perception's <laughs> favorite song. Wait, no, I got this. Ready? Ready? <laughs> Wait, ready? Oh my god, that was good, right? <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> you sound like Cleveland, bitch. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, Peter. Oh, Peter. <laughs> I hate y'all. You know a white guy does Cleveland? Really? <laughs> You're lying. A white guy does Cleveland, yes. A black dude does Elmo. Well, the, the, now or. <laughs> Always Elmo's world. Is that equivalent, or we just naming people who Did do? Did you guys people? watch Elmo or Sesame Street Sesame when Street. you were little? Fuck yeah, it. I watched Sesame Street, bro. Dude. I watched Sesame Street. I watched Reading Rainbow. What What was your favorite? Uh, what was your favorite alphabet letter when the count would? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> alphabet and the count. It's the he does numbers. So. Oh wait. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's right. Fuck. Right well, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. You don't need right. us, bro. What, what was the so uh so Mike? What was your uh, favorite number when, when it would be the count's time to to, uh, to count? One. I like I like. Nine. Was it Christopher Walken who did the count? I like nine. Two. You like nine? The number nine. I wait, fucks with the number nine. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait what was it? Uh, can I ask you a question? Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. Hold on. Before you do, uh, see. Uh, let me take over here. Find just like the count counting. Just, like from Sesame Street. That you're on YouTube and this is connected. Oh, my yeah, oh shit. Hold oh, on. There's still house there's still house music going on. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, the it's bull. Lit. 
how we walk into the studio on Thursday. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, pull up the count from Sesame Street Counting. Uh, if you can find number nine, that would be lit. So, right, what's your question? Um, what was your favorite cartoon as a child? Oh, SpongeBob. Dude, so fast, bro. SpongeBob was the greatest thing ever, and I watched that until like 10th grade. Like, Damn. What dude, year were you born? How old? 95. Um, what what month were you born? March. <laughs> I'm 95 also. I'm May. You're May? Mm-hmm. Whoa, cool. What was your favorite cartoon as a kid? Samurai. Uh, Jackie Chan Adventures, hands down. Nice. Hands down, without a Jackie! Yeah. One nice. more thing. <laughs> I don't think magic you can, I don't think you can do magic. that. I don't think you're allowed to do that. That voice. Why? No, I like it. it. Like hey, mad you can do it. Hey, you can Jackie. do that voice all you nah, want. Nah, nah, son. Nah, you can't do the Jackie Chan voice, bro. Shout out to all the Asian people, son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a cartoon. Oh, wait, this is great. I'm like, not racist. <laughs> Yo, whoever played whoever played Jackie Chan got the clearance from him on that. So you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, they is this it. monetized? <laughs> Can we say that? Wait, wait, wait we got the count. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever done on a podcast. Wait, let's get to the part where he. Does I know about stuff. the count. I'm, I'm familiar with. Oh, this is getting so stupid. Familiar with the count. You can. This is like the count song. Okay, that's not what I wanted to do. Hey, he counted, though. Hey, you got the one to do. And he said nine. And he said nine. Let's go. What? Can we get a round of applause for count, please? Damn, bro. Which one is it? There we go. Shout out to count. Shout out to Sesame Street. Shout out to Weed and Rainbow. Without without the count, I would not have known how to count. So that's Shout out to, what's that bitch name? Cat Dog. Did you ever watch Cat Dog? Uh, the lamb shit. What was that shit called? You know what I'm talking about? The <laughs> fucking show. The uh, lamb chops play along, nigga. What? Nigga? <laughs> Big comfy couch, my nigga. You oh my god, shit? stop. PTSD. Are you, are you like 60? No I'm kidding. Wow. I'm old, dog. I'm an old ass motherfucker. You like, your favorite cartoon was SpongeBob. Dude, it's amazing. That, that it's explains amazing. so amazing. much about you, bro. Oh Dude, honestly, I take that as a compliment because I, I love him. I, 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 watching you grow up will be fun. Uh, dude, fuck you! You're <laughs> six years. I'm, you're 31. I know how old you are. It's a bro, lot. It's I'm not a gonna large lie. Gap. For them, 89 babies, gap. it's a difference. It's I know a, a lot of 89 gap, babies, and they're like, it's a world. And as a I gap. hang out with them more, yeah, bro, I'm telling you, they're right. Like, we're the last of the li- like. You gotta imagine if there was like an like a zombie apocalypse, and the bunker was closing. We're like the last two niggas that got in, yeah. <laughs> and then the bunker goes, and then everybody else is like a different human altogether. It's, yeah. 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 It's completely Honestly, different. like, so yeah. we have there, some shit there's to catch a huge, up on. There's a huge but we, difference. We're in there. There's a huge difference. You just like as you're sliding out, you grab your hat. Okay, sorry. Man. Yeah, like yeah. Cat Dog was dope, but like, fuck with the original Batman cartoon. Oh, the OG with the oh big chin. Yeah, Hell yeah, was, he looked like. Remember Gargoyles, man? <laughs> oh my god, bro! What? This shit was nuts. Motherfucking uh, I don't even remember this. Rocco's Modern Life. Oh my god. Angry Beavers. Oh my god. My you guys watch Rocco? You guys are dorks. What? what? Tra- All right, well, we need Sucks. to have the cartoon comments. Give bro, me your top bro, five cartoons right guess, now. Guess who created SpongeBob, oh god, bro? I'm terrified. Uh, all the creators of Rocco are the people who created SpongeBob, dog. So, and dude, I don't care, bro. Rocco is way Rocco better sucks. than SpongeBob. Uh, what? No. Yes. No. 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 Yo, SpongeBob is out of my office. SpongeBob is trash. Honestly, I'm gonna be what? real. It's just designed Dude, to. It's I just, don't like what's happening. It's just right designed now. to hold subconsciously on, on make second. kids gay. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> his, I just turned his mic off. 
Wow. No, no, I disagree. Trash. No, I disagree with what you're saying right now. No, 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 I'm not gonna. I'm not, until you say that SpongeBob is, is not supposed to be the black character. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude! So dumb. What the fuck is happening? Okay, you're back. There you go. You're back. Oh yeah, my Patrick, god. Patrick is a black character. That's why I made him purple. He's the dumb one. He's pink. He's a starfish. He's pink, pink. purple, whatever the fuck, man. He's black. All right, I, that shit is racist. He's funny. Fuck SpongeBob, Mr. Krabs, really. What's wrong with Mr. Krabs? So they're teaching kids how to be greedy with money? That shit is whack. It's funny. His daughter's a whale? How? How? Sway? His neighbor is a squid? <laughs> a squid that plays a saxophone? Check it. I, I remember when I was in school, they were bringing up like random research projects, and there was a research project that was done on viewers of SpongeBob and the effects it has on kids. Oh, my God. This and it lowers, it lowers their reading comprehension. <laughs> like, if you watch get SpongeBob- the, Get the fuck out of here. Right, I'm an attorney. When was the last time you read a book? Dude, I'm in the middle of one right now. Facts. What's it called? Outliers. It's to your right. Shout it's out amazing. Outliers. By Malcolm Gladwell. That is dude. a good book, actually. I don't see it, but it's I right believe there. you. Outliers. That by Malcolm Gladwell. Book. I do that see it. Book. That is However, <laughs> the point, no, the no, point being. I want a goddamn apology. He's a lawyer. No, He's a lawyer. My man is a lawyer. When was the last time I read a book? Dude, I was gifted an autobiography two weeks ago. That's a good question. That's dope. Are you getting offended by that? Dude, yeah, I'm an attorney. There's a, why I'm you gotta a, get why you get offended? An, Are you insecure about something? You guys have seen my car. If cards. you know you're intelligent, why you get offended? Because I just like I don't take that shit in my goddamn studio. <laughs> you don't have <laughs> to. I don't like that shit. I'm Bro. being disrespected in here. First of all, SpongeBob is trash. Second of no. all, no. and he's gone. Dude, no. Dude, there's when there's gonna censor him. There. No, 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 no. I want to go back to my question of your top. What are I'm your top five to, cartoons? I'm down to talk to you about your question. Like, the I, like my favorite. Okay, my favorite. Wait, what did you say? Your favorite Spider-Man is probably the Andrew Garfield one. Is that, is that Andrew Garfield? Is that his name? The kid, the fucking kid. Yeah, Tobey Maguire. One. The trash one. You mean Tobey Maguire? No, not Tobey no, Maguire. Were, they were like four Spider guys in total. Yeah, there was a lot of them. Dude, uh, was, the best many. one is Toby. The best one is Toby. Really? You think so? Well, what do you think? I think the newest one is the best one. The Spider Verse. The, no, 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 no. no. That's a cartoon because you know is he's that? black, so they can't make a real life movie about a real life. <laughs> oh movie, my so. god, dude! I gotta do that, a cartoon. Yeah, that's too much. Here, dude, you know what? Dude, <laughs> I think this will quell your your problems. Why? Here, first of all, why do you have here's, that? Here's Black Barbie. I've been there looking at that all night. Why and do you I have, have not that mentioned right it for a very specific reason? She got a perm anyway. They try to make her fit the image of European beauty. Dude, uh, my mom gave it to me. Well, her afro at? She ain't got no afro? That's not oh how black gosh, girl hair dude. grows. What the oh fuck is that bullshit? That's actually so funny. She got a perm. Here, wait, wait. She got, Jennifer. I'm holding this up to... She got uh, keratin. Oh, wait. That's Kerry Washington. You know how she got famous on what show was it? What show? Scandal, Kerry, right? Wa I don't know. You ever mm. see Scandal? No. Mm. She, plays, uh, she plays the president's side chick. So what's the problem with this Barbie? <laughs> so what's the problem with this Barbie, dude? It has it has straight permed hair. Black girls' hair doesn't grow like that's that. The Barbie, the Barbie should have an afro. <laughs> that's not hip hop that's at not all. The Barbie should have no. an afro or braids or something like black people' hair actually look at, grows. Look, but look at how cool it is. Here, look at the screen. Look, look at how cool it is. Look, ready? Does it play stuff? What in the fuck is going on right now? It's meditation Barbie. What? Dude, yeah. You can put her... Wait, wait. Can we get the camera on her somehow? Hold on. Look, you can put her in, like, cool poses. It's pseudoscience Barbie. Look, look. Hold on. Scientology Barbie. I'm putting, I'm putting Barbie... She has ankle movements now? I'm putting her in Warrior One. Yo, this is strange. No, no. It's not... Because, look, there's Ken over there. And Ken <laughs> does not, not have ankle. Like, he doesn't have joints. They're not dolls. They're action figures. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. Don't shit on Barbie and Ken, okay? It's cool. My mom gave me them before I left for Tampa. And he's talking about, oh, I'm, uh, I'm so grown up. 
SpongeBob, Barbies, and Kens. That's what we've been talking the about. Fuck up, dude. This motherfucker cool. right here. SpongeBob, Barbies, and Kens. Look, dude. Look, Bruh. Look. What else are we talking about? Hold on. Wait. Yeah, I'm going to put nice. her in Warrior One. Uh, look at her. Fuck, fucked up her feet. Dude, I totally just read a book, bro. I, I totally, did. Dude, dude, I totally just read a book like yesterday, dude. Oh my God, you guys are being so mean. <laughs> what was the last book you read? Being my mean friend. is hip hop. I don't fucking know, man. You ever heard of Battle Rap? I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't, rap honestly, I don't really read a lot. Of, I haven't read a lot of books lately myself, honestly. I would love to recommend some to you. I have a, nah. a wealth of books that I can recommend. I don't really have the time right now for to, books. To click that. I haven't had God the time for books You can't lately. just like turn this off by clicking it. This is so stupid. But I will soon, though. Design flaw. If you send me recommendations, I should just keep them, like, hold them down. I don't like fiction, though. Dude, I only, dude, I only let's like read a book together. Let's read a book. Dude, come over every once in a while and, like, I'll read out loud. And we'll just, like, talk. <laughs> You're like, dude, just, just invite me on a book date, bro. It's like, fun. It's, it's fun. Dude, let's start the wave, wave theory Look, book man, club. I know it's a modern day times, but like, you know, I'm not really that kind of guy. Like, I feel you. I understand. Everybody's, podcast, everybody's you know. into their own thing. You know, you got your own preferences. <laughs> Listen, and okay, it's man. a new, you can, you can do that now. It's okay. Like, you don't have it's to 2021. hide. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, listen, here's what I'm proposing. I'm pretty sure Psych would love to have a book club uh, day with you. Why do some I wine. Be the book club guy? You know what I'm saying? Why Maybe would you not want to be the book club spritzers, guy? You feel what I'm saying? You don't bring the charcuterie out. You feel me? Oh, my God. You know, you know, you know what's funny? You guys are. Do you have like a fake fireplace? <laughs> no. Like, see, that's dorky. See, that's you're talking about dorky. With, the, with the screen. With the <laughs> <laughs> that's dorky as hell. I'm sorry. We're just frying you at this point now. We're really happy to be on your show, though. It's Get really the cool. fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, now I feel so much better, dude. I was really hoping you would say that. I'm just saying we love you and we love your show. But SpongeBob is so garbage. Like, why is that your favorite How show? Are we like. Back to this? Because it's so the cartoon. Me and Mike have spent surprising to me. Nice surprising cartoons and animated. Have you ever seen like Samurai Shampoo or like Samurai Samurai Shampoo? Shampoo. Shampoo. That's a name. That's a word that you just made up. Samurai Shampoo. You know who produced the soundtrack for that? The writers for SpongeBob. Wait, wait, your headphones. All right, that's our time, folks. My name is Psych Montel. That's great timing. That's great. That's what I'm talking about. You probably are a good comedian now. I think now I think you're a good. I don't stand-up. even. I don't even want to say it anymore because that was just a good. Let's just talk about that was good. how that was good. LeBron James is not the best basketball player who ever lived. Yeah. And, and wait, 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 wait. hold on. This is Samurai Shampoo for the. That's for the, the next topic for the people on YouTube. This is what Samurai Shampoo looks Samurai like. Samurai Shampoo. Uh, Yo, the anime is. Dope. So the dude who did the Anime's sound, crazy. the dude who did the soundtrack with Samurai Shampoo is Nujabes, and Nujabes is a producer who is actually credited with popularizing the lo-fi genre of music. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically has a Japanese style of boom bap that works with kind of a minimal selection of drums and a very simple kit that like really became really popular. Like the, all the study beats and that shit. Nujabes is a study beat. So, like, people go on YouTube, you type in, like, study chill beats, beats, and they play beats and shit just so that they can read books and study and shit, and they have these playlists and shit. And the genre of music that that is, like, featuring is considered or called lo-fi by a lot of people. Okay. And Nuja Best and his beats and his beat style was pretty much the person who kind of popularized that among, like, the modern generation. Wait, and he did that through Samurai Champloo? Through doing the soundtrack for Samurai Champloo, which is an anime about an alternate history of the Edo Japanese period where hip hop culture was created then. When did you watch? Was the, how, when was the show made? Oh, uh, early 2000s. 2005. Yeah. Like I was going to say 03, like 05. Yeah. All right. So Samurai Champloo. Samurai Champloo, yeah. Samurai Champloo. So those are the same animators that do Boondocks who dude, do Samurai dude, dude, Champloo. Wait, hold on. Can you say Samurai Champloo five times fast? Ready? Samurai Champloo. Samurai. But, nope, can't do it. I said Shampoo. Samurai. Samurai shampoo. Samurai shampoo. Nope, I can't do it. Right, 2005. So, 2005. Yeah, well, I'm looking, I'm on their Wikipedia. Uh, it's a dope ass show. You should watch Sa- it. Samurai shampoo, stylized as says Samurai shampoo, 
It's a Japanese anime series developed by Man, Man, Man Globe. It featured a production. Okay, I don't want to talk about like the production and shit. What's the plot? Well, I mean, here we go. Plot: A young girl named Fu is <laughs> Fu is working as a waitress in a tea shop when she is abused by a band of samurai. She is saved by a mysterious rogue named Mugen and a young Ronin named Jin. And for Jin. the Ooh. and and for the he's, he's and, a gang. yeah, Harry Blue's Jin. Um, a ro- <laughs> uh, so a, qu- real quick. A ronin was a samurai without a lord or master during right. the feudal period of, yep. J- of Japan, 1185. Oh, all the way to 1868. Okay. Yeah, the Edo period of Japan. Oh, sounds like you know something about the Edo period of Japan. I know a lot about history, bro. It's very cool. Let's get into that. Um, Mugen attacks Jin after she proves to be a worthy opponent. The pair begin fighting one another and inadvertently cause the death of Shibui Tomo Kamen, Kamen, uh, the guy the guy who invented Bitcoin. The wow. the magistrate the magistrate's son. For the for this crime, they are to be executed with the help from Fu. They are able to escape execution in the re- in return. Or in return, Fu asks them to travel with her. To you're distracting me. The samurai who smells of sunflowers. I'm, I'm mouthing to the camera that I don't support that joke that you just told the Bitcoin thing. Just to, I don't want to get canceled, guys. I don't. I don't, I don't think we're gonna get canceled. I don't make fun of Asian people. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. It, Shout out to Asian it, people. He had a day. similar name. It looked like a similar name. What's okay? What's the guy's name who made Bitcoin? I have no fucking clue. It's like a very like <laughs> we don't we don't have to do this. <laughs> I'm just gonna be that guy. So this one time when I was in my backyard. Okay, it's okay. So hold on. Satoshi saw, Na- Okay, Satoshi Nakamoto invented Bitcoin. Okay, and this guy's name is Shibui T- T- Tomo. Toman to, Tomanoshina. There was this time okay, where I said on. we Satoshi didn't have to Naka, do this. Hold on a second. <laughs> You're not going to get this one. No, no, no. no, no. Nope. I'm there's getting no wiggle, credit There's here. no wiggle room for this. Holes featuring Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> You're just digging, bro. Just... I'm not digging a hole here. I'm saying that they have similar names. That's not oh racist. Oh, my God. Okay, this guy's name is Shibui Tomonoshina. And it, the, okay. the creator of Bitcoin is Satoshi Nakamoto. There's... Like Moto, one of them starts with an S. It sounds familiar. I'm you know, sorry, it sounds I know similar. Yugi Moto was one of my favorite characters. Okay, Jet up. Moto okay. was a hold great on a game second. for PlayStation for, One. That was a good game. Okay. Jet Moto, Jet Moto Two. God, okay, I'm turning. Hold on, I need to dig myself out of this hole here. <laughs> I've turned off their mics. Okay, for okay, if you're this deep into the podcast, just comment whether or not you think that I'm being a bigot, and if. <laughs> Because I don't think I am. They just have similar names. I'm sorry. They just have yeah. similar names. Yeah. That I'm like uh, Sean I'm and Sebastian are similar. No, like there's Oto and Oto. <laughs> they both start with S and N. I saw Oto and it's looked like I was just talking about Bitcoin with my friend Mike, and he talked about yeah. Scranton, Mike. About Scranton, Sacramento, same thing. Yeah. No. Uh, what? I, oh my gosh, I'm being roasted on this podcast. Right now. God, where are the rap horns? Hold on, rap horns. No, I'm not giving you any horns for that. No. Tough skin is the key to longevity, man. That's hip hop. The universe rewards consistency. I said before, battle rap. That shit is not nice. They look up each other's past and they talk personal Yo, shit. Yo, should we battle on... rap right now? No. No. Oh my god, I'll do it. I'm not. I ain't never scared. We, I ain't never scared. No damn we battle don't rap. Fuck with, we don't. Y'all trying to like, battle rap? I don't be trying here? to freestyle and shit, man. I just like to just you know. 
What's wrong with battle rapping? Is that like not part of the vibe? Of no, like battle rapping is battle, battle, battle rap is cool. cool. I, I just I don't. That's not what I do. I don't I don't like to be out to intentionally disrespect my fellow. But man. that's not disrespect, dude. It's the same thing as a roast at like. At, Have you like, seen? Comedy. When's the last time you seen a battle? I, you see the like way a rap battle. Yeah. Um. Everybody in the two and three, put your mother. Okay. So that's he okay. said, so you saw eight miles. Okay. So mile. so that's more that's, bad, news went, for okay. bad news. And you went to private so school. Let's and, yeah, going back oh, to my point. Can you yeah, say? Blah, blah, blah. Can you pinpoint anything specific about Eminem? That's oh my okay, Yeah. He, okay, I know what you're getting at. That he's white. Yeah. But okay. And that's a that, movie. That has nothing about, to do with what we're talking yeah, about. Rap. So nothing to do with what we're talking. We're talking about. Yes, it does. We're talking about battle rap, right? Yeah, we are, and that's why the fact that Eminem is white has nothing to do with battle rap. It does. What? Because your perception of what battle rap is comes from a movie that Eminem made. No, it's just that I haven't gone on YouTube and looked up battle rap. But that's that's literally it. That's literally I've I've just seen one battle rap. You asked me like when the last time I saw a battle rap was, and I told you. Bro, are you getting upset, bro? It's okay. No, you are. I'm fine. I'm smiling. I'm having a good time. Cool. Then I'm chill. Then I'm chill. So what? Okay. (laughs) So what's wrong with battle rapping? It's fun. It's just like a roast. I don't like to dis like. If you watch like, bro, like I'm telling you, if you watch one of these recent battles, look up Tay Rock versus Bad News. Oh my god! Look, any my phone? any my phone? battle that you watch is gonna be a <laughs> horrific. Friend, I find my telephone. It's no, extremely it's like, like it's hard to be it's, cool after stuff like that because it's very directly, aggressively disrespectful, personal. It's not like me just rapping and saying like, "Oh, I'm gonna murder shit." It's like you, particular individual, I'm gonna put you on blast in front of all these here, people. Like, yeah, I'll put my dick in your daughter's mouth, type shit. Yeah. Oh my god! Wait, wait, that's, uh, that's what battle rap C is, is gonna these lo- days. He's gonna look it up. That's <laughs> fucked up. That's silly. But what, that's, what battle, that's, battle. that's how you control a crowd. That's basic battle. When you shit. get crowd response, you're winning a like, battle. That sounds like hacky. Hold on a second. What should C look up? I mean, we're gonna show a battle right now. I mean, we don't. But okay. you, you should on your on a time when you can look up Tay Rock versus anybody or, or <laughs> Arsenal versus anybody. Oh my god, Just clips. Arsenal is gonna talk about like stabbing your grandma and shit and say her name. Let's pull and it shit. up, yo. Let's pull it up. Like, are you pulling it up? Do you know? What's oh, going I up? mean, we've seen it. <laughs> well, I, you gotta, yeah, you gotta educate. A lot of the listeners haven't. Like, you know what I mean? He battled this dude who got shot recently, and he was just like. <sighs> <laughs> I heard about man. The- what the hell's wrong with you? There's so many moles. Oh my god! Just kidding. The, now those are holes. That's a pretty good one. If you just got shot. Oh my god. That's a good one. If you just got uh, don't. This oh my is god, why we me, don't freestyle. Ta- this is that's funny. It maybe packaged differently when it's like when it's done, but it, that's funny. But if you nope. write it, not funny at all. <laughs> yeah, maybe sure, it could. Well, no. you would have to do it a little bit differently. Oh, did you find it? Okay. No, nah, that's not good. That well, this is good. a 47 minute battle rap. Jesus. Well, all of them are usually like 45 minutes. They're like three rounds, round, 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 round. Is it round. one guy versus another guy, yep. or is it like and um, and there's no beat? Oh, it's all acapella. That's yeah. that's what battle rap is. Yo, yeah. there's so many moles. Just kidding. <laughs> there's so many holes. <laughs> I, I, hold on, hold on, because I did have that one bar. Hold on, what did I say? I said, I give you five years tops to you and your oldest son together sharing a cell. Nigga, what? You think that jail shit scared me now? No, what's scary is being the only nigga free in your hood, and you gotta take care of all of your homies' families now. I'm on the phone with my nigga that's never coming home, telling him I just laid his granny down. Nigga, I come to Cali just to walk on your grass. Pussy, you Stanley now. I, I, I think I missed something. I don't get it. Damn, I reached long. It's a Friday I reference. Never... I forgot you're a kid. Oh my god. So who really been? Nah, on... Yeah, you got me there. You honestly got me. There. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Wait, what did he say? What did he say? Damn. Oh. Nigga, what? You think that jail shit scared me now? 
No, what's scary is being the only nigga free in your hood, and you gotta take care of all of your homies' families. We already heard that. Okay. I'm on the phone with my nigga that's never coming home, telling him I just laid his granny down. Nigga, I come to Cali just to walk on your grass, pussy. You Stanley now. Talk heavy. Nigga, you gonna meet karma. My hands speed fast, and my reach longer. I never went to prison. I stayed free. So who really been on these streets longer? Let's get to the, the other guy. I want to see. Always guilty, dumb. Afterlife. Oh my God, he's really just grilling him. His body. I throw this the is, dirt on. This is life. Hey, right? do you? Okay. Do right. they? Do they at least like hug after? I mean, because, they come on. Up, but they sometimes they, up, but sometimes they not, throw hands. You know what I'm saying? They like, be shootouts and so, shit at those things. That's yeah. so stupid. Like, why would they not just like hug after that? Because like you're literally. It's really hard to hug someone after you say you're gonna stab their grandma. No, it's not. No, it's not. It, it, <laughs> if you got the Molotov to your grandma, mama's mama's house. It's like, hip hop culture, <laughs> dude. But that. But if you're if you literally go to a place to have a battle and you go there knowing that you're going to shit on someone. Why the fuck would you like take well, that seriously? Like, why would you take that seriously? But some people that's can't a, that's, hang. That's what we call idealism, right? Okay. Look up, okay. Disa uh, look up disaster. Okay, hold on, hold on, Confucius, please enlighten us. <laughs> enlighten us with your idealism, right? Um, mentally, from my thought version of the situation, having not seen any battles or am not part of the culture of it. This should perfectly make sense that they would do this. Okay, That's I just want to say for the listeners, he's, yeah, okay, he's doing an imitation of me. That's you. That's what you sound like. Okay, so why is it the way it is? The way, because it's hip-hop culture. Hip-hop culture is aggressive. It's competitive. It's loud. Uh, it's loud. It's, it's raw. You know what I'm hey, saying? Wait, here's something. Is it dangerous? Yes. Battle culture, battle rap culture is dangerous. Yes. So okay, so battle rap culture is dangerous. Hip hop culture as a whole is not dangerous, right? But battle rap culture, it, I would is say, part of hip hop is part of hip hop culture. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. That, well, that, skateboarding I mean, is dangerous too. That's part of right. hip hop culture. Well, it's two <laughs> different types of. Or do, no, it's or, not because skateboarders can't get robbed all the time. But, uh, right. You know like, what I'm saying? Like, act, it's a, hold on, the act of skateboarding is dangerous. The skateboarding act of, culture the, the, the is dangerous. Oh, oh, well, you didn't say that, but okay. But that's yes. what I'm talking about. Culture, like a person who goes, "I want to buy a skateboard," and then goes outside and goes, "Yeah, I'm skateboarding." That's not a skateboarder. That's not skateboarding culture. That was also me in sixth grade. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's not skateboarding culture. You know what I'm yes. saying? Skateboarding culture is like I'm with my homies all day till my legs don't work. Like right. you know what I'm saying? We're hitting every spot. We're gonna try this fucking trick 49, 50, 60 times before we get it. Like right. got it when he was six, didn't know any tricks. Matter of fact, first time he got on it, he slipped. Don't, landed don't on quote the city, Lupe you know because saying? Lupe's not a real skater. All right. But he was talking like you know, it's Lupe's not a real skater. Push. Don't quote Lupe. Like, Coast. Kick push was a dope ass song. But like what I'm talking about. Terry Kennedy is a real skater. Mm. Free TK. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, like, skateboarding culture is something that has posers. Any culture has posers. Hip-hop is a culture that has posers. You know what I'm saying? People that emulate the culture without understanding it or being a part of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what we call hipsters. You know what so, I'm saying? So, here's a question for you. Um, is Kanye West mm -hmm. creating culture? I would not say that. I think that Kanye West is, he's just appropriating his own culture. Uh, what do you mean appropriating? He's selling, he, he's, sell, he, he's selling the clothes of broke people for uh, prices that, that are only rich people can afford. You understand what I'm saying? And he's from the hood. 
He said in a song himself. It's called being a sellout. <laughs> yeah, he said in a song himself, you stay right, girl, because when he get on, he'll leave your ass for a white girl. That's exactly what he did to his wife. He left his wife for Kim Kardashian. You know what I'm saying? And became a Trump supporter. Like, he doesn't create culture. Are you kidding me? They, he's being used by culture. By culture to create a perception of black culture. Or to inaccurate. attempt to create black people right. or attempt to control black people or black culture. So wait, do because you the black vote is, is so valuable. The, yeah, the black vote is extremely valuable. Right. Black opinion, black everything black is the most valuable thing in America. It's what makes America America is the music and the entertainment. You know what I'm saying? And rock music invented by black people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, wait, have you seen the documentary about death? Like yeah. the the punk band in mm -mm. the '60s. I have not seen it, dude. There, it's the documentary is literally called "A Band Called Death," and in the 1960s, this is and remember, punk came around like '80s ish. Band called Death, three brothers, black dudes. Yeah, they literally played punk music. Yeah, in the '60s, <sighs> they made I think ten or fifteen vinyls of it, and then. They just like stopped. They they got lives. They had kids. This and that and that, mm -hmm. and whatever. Someone discovered one of the vinyls mm -hmm. and played it and was like, "Who are these guys?" So the documentary is incredible and it is literally proving your point here. I gotta check that out. Honestly. Oh yeah, I'm happy to send it to you. Please send me. A, nah, I really want to check that yeah, out yeah. for real. What is it called? A band called Death. A band called Death. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the for the listeners, um, here I'll look it up. Um, a band. I think it's called a band called Death. A band called. Yeah, yeah, here it is. Yeah, a 2012 film. A Band Called Death. Uh, this is their Wikipedia synopsis. Here, I'll, I'll read it for you. I'll read it for you. A Band Called Death is the story of three musician brothers born to Baptist preacher and his wife in 1950s Detroit. In their teenage years, the three brothers emerge as, but first, or wait, sorry, this is weird grammar. The three brothers emerge as, first, a budding rock slash funk band heavily influenced by Motown and Parliament, Ultimately evolving into pioneers of punk music, mm. Death. Yep. Influenced by music uh, by Alice Cooper and The Who, the group was heavily steered by the guidance and decisions of visionary eldest brother and guitar. Okay, yeah. So the, we can talk about the. Yep. Check out the documentary. That's it's fire. Called, it's called that's a band dope. called Death. Yeah, it's it, it's incredibly cool. But yeah, that's what we talk about. Like when you're talking about the entertainment industry and why, like, there's two markets. You know what I mean? There's a market in an industry where people are making a lot of money but don't have a lot of talent, I guess. But then there's another market where people are making a little bit of money but they have extreme amounts of talent. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about that market is that those people are much more easily accessible. They're normally much more personable and you can go see them live and you can buy their t-shirt and you can support them. You know what I mean? And I feel like we are a part of that culture as Wave Theory, you know, with the hopes that maybe one day we'll be making millions of dollars off music. But really, the goal is to replace our nine-to-fives with music, Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. which is not an unattainable goal, realistically, for anybody that performs live. I, you know, I want to add something to what you're saying. I think that the number is 38 grand. If you can make 38 grand a year with music, then you can stop everything else. Boom. Let's do some math real quick. Yeah, please. So, cause that, I good, love that's that. That's a good number to work with. I like that, especially living in Florida. I mean, being from Long Island, living in that's, Tampa, that's not yeah. yeah, that's not a realistic number in yeah. in Long Island. That, that, yeah, and by the way, I just want to say that's Tampa numbers. But for that, sure. But so, what did you say? It was 38 k 30, 38 grand. Thirty eight. 
Mm-hmm. Well, uh, can you do your math like on uh, like? Oh yeah. Vo- vocalize what you're. Oh doing. hell yeah. So that is three thousand one hundred and sixty-six dollars and sixty-six cents per month. Mm-hmm. And which is seven hundred and ninety-one dollars and sixty-six cents per week. So if you're able to basically make, well, 20- well, well hold on, we gotta factor in like a, like rent there. I'm just saying, like you know I mean? income does not factor in that. Wait, what do you mean? So, like, if you make 38k a year yeah. at your job, it doesn't factor in that you're going to spend that, right? It's just you're making your yeah, salary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what what I was what I was saying is like, if you're making 38 grand off of like your royalties and merch and uh, maybe like your podcast everything. or whatever, right. then that's when you can like stop everything else and literally just like, I mean, you'll be living like bare bare like at the bare minimum. You'll be living the same way you would with a job. But yeah, right. yes, dude, yes, exactly. Like. It, you'll be living at the bare minimum, but you'll be a musician full time. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's not. But you wouldn't be living at the bare minimum. You would be living the same way you would be living if you had a job. Oh, yeah. It's just instead you of going to saying? Burger King, well, you're going not, to not necessarily the because, because like, dude, show. you could get a job for like eighty grand a year, and then you then, who attorneys, dude? I, but yo, but, but see, you're an attorney. Like, but bro, you're talking like everybody's an attorney. Like, no, but I'm talking. But the what we're talking <laughs> about is artists right now. Right. I consider myself to be an artist. Like I consider podcasting to be an art form. Right. So you had to go to be an attorney to do podcasting is what you're saying? You know what's funny? That's actually a great question. Um, During law school, I met my mentor Uh and he explained to me, don't work for your law degree. Have your law degree work Work for for you. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's exactly what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So did I have to go to law school? Wait, hold on a second. Well, fuzz, I hear it. Oh, that hurts my soul that there's. Can fuzz. we take a smoke break and come back? Um, Can we do I, after that? I make my point, hundred percent. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, if I did not go to law school, I would not have met my mentor. Got you. And so, did I have to go to law school in order to be a podcaster? I think yes. Mm. That said, uh, let's take a break. Bet it up. Cool. That's interesting. Ooh, man, good conversations with you, my guy. Hell Ooh. yeah, dude. This podcast is brought to you by The Lone Dog. Check out The Lone Dog on Instagram and Caraway, The Lone Dog Cuenca, and that's Cuenca, C-U-E-N-C-A, on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Follow the Instagram account. Well, I almost said account there. Account. That's there's a lot of great information on that YouTube channel. The Instagram is is awesome. It's very it's very very entertaining and cool. But the YouTube channel is something that I highly highly recommend subscribing to. Very great information. It's cool. Check out the Lone Dog. Let's get back into the pod. Like, bro, I'm a grown ass man that has yeah. a business. I'm I'm your guest. Please, can we talk about anything else but you giving me any type of advice on my business? Please. Yes. I, I will not give you advice on your business. Thank you so much, bro. I'm so tired of that shit, man. Everybody always got a fucking recommendation. Like, yes. Hey, you know you know what, dude? You know what, bro? Um a few times during like when I've been podcasting. Mm-hmm. People have called me and said, "Hey, before you call a guest, maybe you should text them." And you know what? Like, if I'm in the middle of a conversation and we bring up like um, Albert J, and we want to just give him a call. I'm just gonna give him a call. That's real. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. So don't. <laughs> so hey, people, don't tell me how to podcast. Like, I don't tell you how to do your job. There you don't you tell go. me how to do mine. It's and you know what, dude? Exactly. You know what, bro? For doing that, I apologize. I am sorry. No worries, man. Cool. And I appreciate you. Of course, dude. 
I, I it's like one of those things that like a tick that you reach the limit of mm-hmm. and like it's like Hey man, you need me to do graphics for you? Hey man, you need me to do That's some illustrations for you? So annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, the amount of people I didn't ask who, you like, for anything. Like I didn't at all. ask you for illustrations. God, I'm so shiny. I mean, I, we all have to learn at some point. When I first moved out here, when I started hanging out with Mike and we was making beats, like I'd be like, "Oh, do this, do that." Like everyone has a different approach, and he was like, respectfully, like, "Let me do my thing because I'm the beat guy." And I was like. I fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to get in your zone when you've already had a thing yeah. that you've done. Like, there's no, and I'm not a producer on top of that. I'm just a guy who likes your beats. Yeah, you're not going to go to you Krispy know? Kreme and go in the back and be like, hey, Krispy Kreme, you know, you, you guys should uh, put some stands <laughs> in the mall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nah, bro, we're Krispy Kreme. Like, we're we fine. I, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dude, uh, it, it's so silly when people, like, who don't do something are, like, telling someone how to do their job. That's even job. worse. That's that's way worse than when somebody who does have a business does it. Mm-hmm. Because that's cool. You're like, okay, I appreciate you wanting to help me be a better businessman. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that's a... that's. But, like, speaking to that is another disconnect in hip-hop culture. You understand what I'm saying? Wait, continue, please. So, okay. So, you're saying... You should get a website and sell shirts because you would make more money, right? Uh, yeah, that's what, yes. Essentially, what we would be doing, right, is mass producing a product that has no value if we did that. You understand what I'm saying? Why does it have no value? Because it's easily, it's too easily accessible. The, we're looking for something more valuable than just a monetary compensation. It's, it, listen, listen. It represents me, something. Uh, but he's right. But like what I'm saying is to get our shirts, you have to come to one of our events. Unless you come to our event and experience mm-hmm. wave theory, mm-hmm. you can't wear our shirt. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, it's tribe. Exactly. It's culture. It's yeah. hip-hop culture. I, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not... It relates back to hip-hop culture, yeah. We're not... So you're saying? We're not Walmart. You're not Walmart. Yeah, you're, you're not. And, and what's happening is financial uh, interests are turning hip-hop culture into walmart you know what i'm saying like mainstream stuff is that is that what you're saying are you talking about mainstream stuff or no mainstream is a word that kind of has lost its meaning because of the internet now okay you know what i'm saying that's facts mainstream is not really what i'm saying what i'm saying is Uh, yeah you're too busy playing with barbie yeah the feet are so cool like the ankle the (laughs) ankle (laughs) when i was a kid they didn't have the They didn't, have, yeah, they, cool, they didn't right? have the ankle bend. This is mad, fucking crazy. It used to be just a mad, it used to be a mad like bendy rubbery. She was stressed out. It was the nineties, bro. Yeah, it's just getting <laughs> it was real. Tough. The time, times are times are times are getting real. So stressed out in the nineties, but now like has found a new life doing yoga. Facts: yoga, black perm, Barbie. <laughs> yeah, with the keratin <laughs> treatment. Shout out to uh, right. shout out to uh, oh, Stacy Dash. <laughs> Wait, who's Stacy Dash? Who's Stacy Dash? Oh my God, my guy! Who's Stacy? Come on, bro. Who's Stacy? Hey, I'm new in town. Who's Stacy Dash? You know all about SpongeBob, but he don't know Stacy Dash. Is, mm. Let me tell I, you. I I see nothing wrong with that. I just want to say. Hey, it's cool, man. Stacy cool. Dash. You know what? You know who Kanye is. I'm just asking because I mean we got to check now. You know who Kanye West is. I've so heard, all right, wait, Con- hold up. I've heard of it. So Kanye <laughs> did this video, right? Kanye did a video called Self Conscious, right? 
when it all it all falls down. Yeah, you ever hear that yes, song? I've so she's the protagonist oh in the God. video. She's the girl that like is in the video. It's like a okay. first person Wait, video. How am I supposed to know that? That's such a random thing. She was the protagonist in the music video in like I mean, 2002. He won the best album Oscar that year. Okay, yeah, and sure. Gram- Grammy that year. Oh, great, great. It was, like, it was, it was like the a, best album yeah, of the decade. Like, probably, and it was yeah, at the first was, drop of the decade. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I've heard pretty, of Kanye before. Popular. But I've never heard of the random ass person in his music video in 2002. I feel you. Yeah, Stacy I mean, Dash is an asshole. What it, else has she done? <laughs> yeah, I was just, you know what? She's she an is asshole. an asshole. <laughs> she she was in so she's famous mostly for being in the movie Clueless, but really she's famous for being like a completely assholeish, uh, you know, what really? we call like I, I don't want to use the term, but she's kind of like an Uncle Tom. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, there's like there's got to be a new term because like I feel like that term that's a little, has got, that's a, it's, it's a little harsh, harsh, but because it's especially after listen after Django and Shane what they did to Samuel L. Jackson. That was just that's a real Uncle Tom. A, She's kind a of slave a, who's a slave Yeah, that's the instructor. That's no, I, I just yeah. found, I just found like the worst that's a real po- Uncle Tom, I, I just found like the worst possible thing to find out to find about her. <laughs> Literally I looked on Google Images and I see a mugshot. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's so she, yeah, so she's uh she is an asshole. Yeah, like apparently Shout she's Shout out to uh, Google okay, for wait, always knowing this. what we're thinking. So she's in the Chris <laughs> Brown box. to every conversation. Here is the She's smacking her partner. Here is the um the headline. Clueless actress Stacey Dash has dem- has domestic battery charge dropped. Oh, dropped. Okay, oh, she had it dropped. Apparently, you know, she beat the case. She might had a good lawyer. Ah, like you probably. <laughs> <laughs> Why need a lawyer when you can just be a lawyer? Mm. Attorney. <laughs> Esquire. 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 <laughs> shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. But yeah. I'm, I don't mean to judge people though. This is hey, terrible. Stacey Dash is a uh, a decent actress, and uh, she's unpopular yes. in the black community because she was like a, a right wing Republican supporter, like early on in her career. That's I, I just want to say because we were talking about uh, legal stuff, Levi Graham Weinstein Esquire. You already know. Ooh, that's bars baller, son. Yeah, that's a bad official. Yo, son. wait, yo, like, do, do you want to do it? It's the blue button. No, go ahead, please. That's your that's it's your control button. board, bro. Pass the bar exam, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I, I I got it's my results back. I got my results back from the bar, and I was literally like, <laughs> "What else can you do? You probably partied hard as fuck." I cried, dude. My whole family <laughs> cried. It was awesome. That's I looked usually at it, what happens. I looked at it, and I just buried my hands and just like thought Paper. about like the. It was five months in the library of studying, yeah. and just like all of it just boiled down to a PDF saying. Yes or no, and <laughs> literally like scrolling. It was, That's what it'd be like. It was like a twenty-page PDF. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm like, I have my little bar number, and like my chest is pounding. Yeah, and I see um mine, and it says, or I, I think it's either pass or fail, and it said pass, and I just like was so I cried. Like I was like, oh my god, and I called my mom, and she cried, and it was just like. Dude, for, for anyone listening who is uh, considering going to law school. It's fucking incredible, man. It, uh-huh. th- you should be fucking proud of yourself, though. If, if, that's a huge, it, huge accomplishment. Yeah, that's, that's no easy feat. Like, sure. huge. Guys, honestly, thank you. Like, nah, like, for real. Like, for real, thank you. Like, that's mad respect, bro. Like, 
mad respect, dog. Like all of my yo, uncles were lawyers, and I was like, nah, I'm, 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 like I'm good. I'm, I'm not that good. I mean, I could, I could have done it in theory, yeah. but I was not ready to commit. Like it's that a takes it's a, it's, it's, a lot. it's a step further than dedication. So it's for the for listeners sure. who um are like well for the listeners who follow at podcast lawyer um if you are considering going to law school honestly dm me let's talk about it and i'll leave it at that i'll leave it at that i don't want to like okay i'll hear i'll say this about the bar exam um be ready to like just commit your life to something that you'll never truly understand <laughs> That's why I didn't do it. <laughs> Shout out to everybody in the military. It's a lot. It's it's a lot. Dude, actually that that like right behind you. It, I'm sorry. Uh, no, nah, that was funny. That was yeah, no, nah, it is funny. Um yeah, actually like right behind you is we one support of my the um, Dude, yeah, no. Nah, hey, the Graham Radio Wait, podcast supports the troops. The Graham Radio podcast <laughs> supports the troops. <laughs> Absolutely. Yo, isn't there like an army base in Tampa? It's so hard right? to say that. I like, once saw a Predator drone floating over McDill Airport or <laughs> McDill Base, and I was like, damn. Yeah, they're out here. Like, they're real. Because in Long Island, there's none of that. It was just, Long Island's like 125 by 25 miles. It's just people everywhere. And then there's like some farms in Eastport. But like, besides that, and then the Hamptons. Yeah, out here, I've seen like 19 tanks driving down yeah. Hillsboro. Like, man, you know, the right there. Iron shit. Man 1 style. Like, yeah, this shit was real, yo. They was ready. <laughs> they was ready for the protest when that shit happened, yo. They came out there mm -hmm. with the fucking, the, the SWAT. Uh, you know, when you get the toys with the whole truck and then they got all the action <laughs> figures and they got all the guns Body and armor. Shit. They had all the <laughs> shit, son. Juggernaut yeah. armor, like care it's scary out here. It's scary in Florida. Call Florida's, of Duty. Florida's fucked up. Florida's fucked up place. I don't know how we got there to this, but. Shout out to TPD for uh, tear gassing and pepper spraying all my friends for peacefully protesting, not even what? setting anything on fire, looting. Oh, yeah. Tampa's real Yeah, cool. Tampa got real when the uh, when the shit happened. You know, yeah. like, they was out here hitting Jane people Caster with the beanbag like, guns. Sign so off on that shit. They was hitting people with the beanbag guns and like taking chunks of skin off of people's face <laughs> and shit. This, they was the, this was a peaceful protest. Right. They weren't even set. They weren't looting. They weren't breaking and into then, places. None of that. And then Fires, you see the shit that, that happened in D.C. <sighs> These motherfuckers running up on them with AKs and in shit. In goat costumes. They're just like, sir, sir, could you could you put that AK down, please? Could you could you please put that gun down? And it's just like, bro, like, wow. And this is like, anybody who can't see the disparaging difference at this point, it's just like, bro, like. The only crime defined by the Constitution is treason. And the step below treason is sedition, which is what that is. When you infiltrate a federal building to stop or halt legislative processes. Mm -hmm. That is a crime against America. That's called domestic terrorism. That was a domestic terrorism act that hasn't happened since 9-11. Like, let's be real here. Yeah. And that yeah. was perpetrated yeah. by American citizens. That is not from somebody from the Middle East. It was a coup d'etat. So it's like, who is the real enemy like that? I've been saying that since I'm fucking in eighth grade. I raised my hand. I was like, yo, yeah. who's, who's who the threat? Yeah, who's who's the real threat is basically the... You know, it's not, it's not saying we don't... And, and you know what's also really crazy about you know the whole saying? thing? The, like... What it stems from is loving the president. <laughs> You're right, though. But that, you know what that stems from is marketing. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Because, because Donald Trump is the greatest worst con man of all time. He's the great. He's the greatest. Uh, like he's basically like who would I compare him to? 
He's like Dennis Rodman. I was going to say Zap you know Brannigan from Futurama. Like he branded himself. Wait, wait who are you going to say? Zap Brannigan from Zap, Futurama. Zap Brannigan. Like I don't even know who that is. You know, is. he's that like the stupid captain. He's got the Martian sidekick, and he just runs the <laughs> ship. He ends up being like a president of some planet, and he's like dumb as hell. Yeah, and doesn't know, know anything about anything. He drives them directly into a sun. He's like, no, this is good. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Donald Trump is is an, is a villain on purpose. He's he was marketed as a villain mm. on purpose because do you think he, he enjoys? He's it? the penguin from Batman. I I can say <laughs> I can't say whether or not he enjoys it. I can't say anything about him as a personal human. All I can say is that it's very convenient that they made this man into someone that everybody hates. It's not an accident that that happened, and it was completely intentional like, for that to happen. It's like everybody hates him, but if you love him, you love him so much. It was like Barack Obama. Mm. Barack Obama. No, I think that there was Barack Obama killed a hundred thousand people in the Gaza Strip. You know what I'm saying? People wait, don't wait, talk about that shit. Tell, tell us, please enlighten. Just Barack Obama killed 100,000 people in the Gaza Strip. Like, Authorized the drone like, programs. Like, like, yeah. like Barack Obama went there with an AK-47 no, and gunned when down. You have the, he, has the when highest, you, he has the highest number of executive order kills of any president. Right. So when you really? have your finger yeah. on the button, just true? because you don't hand deliver the missile doesn't mean true. you didn't perpetrate the act. 100% right. true. When Obama passed the National Defense Authorization Act of 2012, he enabled America as a government to investigate its own people for terrorist acts, yet we were able to go over without Congress's permission to blow up innocent well, civilians. Wait, I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm sorry, you lost me. Just, it's a lot. You lost me just like a little it's, bit. It's a lot. So, no, can you? What we're can, talking can, about is the marketing of the president. Uh, Sykes, like, can you re-explain it? Because I honestly just like I I got lost. The like, NDAA can, can of 2012. Can you say that again? That was a piece of legislation passed under the Obama administration that enabled the American government to investigate American citizens regarding domestic terrorism. If you post things on Facebook, they can take you. Take you to a secure location, a black site, and you're you're gone. You're gone. That's like, it. and it's perfectly legal. Really, and this yeah. is for Americans. This is not for people overseas. For us to go and do, we're already doing that. <laughs> this is for our own people because at the end of the day, they're already here. People have talked about people being bred here. I mean, it's a conspiracy theory, but in a more realistic sense, they're just able to come here. You get a passport, you just come over. What you think we know what's going on in the world the same way we think they don't know, but at the end of the day. During the, the Obama oh wow I just oh my that. during the Obama administration he <laughs> the sent drones heart attack that you just gave me nah, it's, just it's mad mix. mad trail mix B Where, oh my god <laughs> but oh, this is some serious shit shout out to M and M's for making it light but yeah. <laughs> Obama are, are there any open cups on this table <laughs> Nah we're good there's we're good. All, there's beers I just have holy shit there's like an beers. almost empty we're glass good. of Pepsi we're good we didn't mean to cut off the uh, the knowledge <sighs> with okay. the spilling but, of trail mix hold on let me just uh, so let me calm down from while this that panic was attack. going down in America. Obama's also sending predator drones overseas and carrying out missions to kill people. Meanwhile, there's thousands upon thousands of civilian deaths, people yeah. who are just not involved in the conflict, local people, and we're just sending missiles. But because there's not people over there, he was able to basically abuse not having to declare war or keep troops there as the commander-in-chief to carry out these things. Again, I don't know the guy. I don't know who really made that call, but under the Obama administration, that happened. Trump came close. <laughs> he killed. He sent a lot of missiles overseas. He was like, "Oh, pre like predator drones. We're we're here for that." Yeah, <laughs> that continued 
That was one thing that like no one really wanted to talk about was we continued to send when was bombs he, overseas. He, he, did, he did Kobe, he did Kobe numbers, but he didn't do them Jordan numbers. Like, right, exactly. Like the Obama was doing doing. You got to understand, like our our the war on terror. When you talk about these things, the war on terror, the, the war, war on, on drugs. drugs. It's it's a concept that can never be defeated that allows you to continue a war indefinitely because you're fighting a concept. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's no way you can win against a concept, and there's no way anyone can pinpoint who your enemy because is. it's marketing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what the war on drugs and the war on terror is. Right. We technically haven't been at war since World War II. Congress is the only branch of the government that has the power really? to declare war. Wait. Yes, on paper we oh, 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 we never oh, declared oh, oh. war in Vietnam. Dude. We never declared war I think on that's Iraq. Sort of just like a cop out. Though. It's not. Like, I think cop out's the wrong word. No, um, it's I a mean just, in, a, it's in a, a legislative. It's a, sense. It's a legislative. Just, just because Congress never declared war doesn't mean that we didn't go to war. Like, technically, it does. In a figurative yeah, sense. Okay, yes. We, okay. Sure. Technically, but like, let's be real here for five seconds. Like, there was a war after nine eleven. Like, so we're so talking did, about a gross so overstep did, of jurisdiction. Did, did Congress? Um, declare war after 9-11 or was no it just, I don't know we you have to declare war on a country you can't declare war on terrorism that's an idea that could be used by anybody you know, like American who, citizens as a guy who spent a semester learning constitutional law I should know the answer to this question <laughs> that's what I'm saying is like I'm, I'm, study, I'm, I'm, just, try, I'm just trying to think we like, study a little constitutional I'm law I'm just trying to think of someone who might know about this I'm gonna call I'm gonna call Zach Gorowitz can, it, can you pass my phone yeah we're calling my buddy like the question is literally is whether they've declared war. Is whether they declared war. My, I just my point know. was that Obama or didn't actually, need no, to declare call, war. We're not going to call. Uh, we're going to call someone else. He didn't need to declare war to do those things. He or used executive orders to make it happen, like Trump. Yeah, did but it's fun to get someone on the pod <laughs> for sure. Oh wait, Dylan, what is it? That's what I was trying to get to. The commander in chief can deploy the troops. The power to declare wait, war lies with Congress, uh, uh, but you can move the troops Dylan, as the president. Yeah. Dylan, Dylan, the last. I, uh, wait, uh, hold, thank, hold right, on. Wait, I, just wanna, I have Senate, one thing to say. Senate. Senate. Gov. Mike, I know that you can't hear this, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I hit you with an air horn because yep. that was awesome. Thank you, thank you for laying that knowledge down on us. All, All right, right, Mike, what's up? U.S.Senate.gov. Okay, declarations of war, official declarations of war. The last official declaration of war was with Romania in 1942. Fuck Romania in 1942. On, on June 4th, <laughs> 1942, the Senate approved a resolution declaring war with Romania. The Senate unanimously approved the resolution 73 to nothing. And that is the most recent declaration of war by Congress. And we were definitely in Vietnam. So to your credit, yes, we were. Well, did we war. win? Did we win? Is my question. What, Vietnam? No, did, we lost. We no, lost I'm talking Vietnam. about the war, the war, uh, the war, the 1942 <laughs> of the war of that. Romania. <laughs> You talking about? Oh, you talking about America? That's World War II. World War II ended in nineteen forty-five when the bombs dropped. I know, but like, come on. Uh, I guess yeah, because World War II. It was hung. Right. It was it was it was Hungary, Romania, Bulgaria, all in the same year, and it was just it's World War II. Okay, you know what I'm saying access yeah, allied powers the whole nine. Then Dude, Italy, World War II is fucked up, man. Italy, Germany, Japan in forty-one, and then before that it was nineteen seventeen Austria-Hungary, nineteen seventeen Germany. Then before that, 1898, Spain, 1846, Mexico. That was fun. Should I yeah. get a, should I get a Mexico war? Was that, that's that's dark. If you ever want to look up some yeah. dark shit, look up the, the Mexican wars and the Indian wars. That's dark shit. Oh, the Indian wars are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Dark, dark shit. Them Indians were gangster. Oh <laughs> Fucking my God, gangster. Dude. 
Um, and then you got yeah, Great Britain, eighteen twelve. That was the that first. That was the first ever. Do you want to know how we won that war? Speaking of wars, in eighteen twelve, <laughs> Britain got bored. There, it was such an unpopular battle, and they could have demolished us. You got to think after the revolution, they had time to gather. We were able to get France support in the revolution, and then we, it was a timing thing. We didn't really have the numbers. It was just a, an underdog survival story. In eighteen twelve, kind of happened again, and they were like. All right, you guys can have the college. <laughs> they were like, like they could have wiped us the fuck out, but they were like, really? yeah, it was so unpopular. The British people were like, "Come on, like we don't care, <laughs> we don't care what." Like they, you got to think that is in so wartime. Funny. That is factories so funny. like automobile companies turn to tank factories. Like war, a war effort is goes down to every household. When you have people doing that, they don't want to do it. It's just a big waste of time. Yeah, you don't, yeah. They didn't need the colonies. It was like, I forget what they were fighting over, but it was, that's why it's the War of 1812. It lasted like a few months. Ah, yeah. And then they were <laughs> Are like- you serious? Yep. Yeah, they gave up. They just, they were like, nah, you're good. Like, we're, like the beef is squash. The red and the blue is all right. You guys can do your thing yeah, over do your there. Thing over here, yeah, bro. we'll trade. We got tea, and it's not going to be as taxed as it was when you got mad. And like, and we still it, own y'all, technically. Right, yeah. We can, <laughs> so we'll, we'll still like murk you immediately, but- you proved your point. Hey, wait, wait. Um, so it began. And that's with, the American way. <laughs> yeah, America, America. Should we, I, I wish I had the. I, would, yeah. I wish I had the pledge of allegiance on this thing. <laughs> American ain't shit, man. All right, wait, wait. So I found it. Um, it began when the United States <laughs> declared war in June of 1812 and We're ended. Never get booked after this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. And ended in a restoration of the pre-war, uh, minor theater of the Napoleon. What the hell? What? Wait. Of the pre-war status quo when a peace treaty agreed to earlier was ratified by the United States in February of 1815. So June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January. Wasn't even a year. Wait, wait. I said February. <laughs> so it was nine months. It was nine months. Yeah, it wasn't even a year. No, like, uh, all right, yo, yeah, the, eight, the War of 1812 was a bitch, dude. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Imagine, imagine being in the cha- uh, cha- like. What's a good example? Championship pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. Let's start a league. Like yeah, the Wave like, Theory like, Pickleball League. Pi- first of all, pickleball is dope. Shout nah, out to it my is pickleball dope. people. It's so fun. But <laughs> pause all this. What you don't think pickleball is fun? I'm saying that when they're in the championship, they're not even that hype, and that's how the British felt about the War of 1812. Really? Yeah, they were gonna win, but they were like, nah. yeah, we're dead ass talking about American history. That's so dope. I'm sorry. No, it's cool. Huh? As fuck. What? What? It's I, love, I love history. It's random that we got on the topic of American history. That's awesome. Welcome to the Graham Radio Podcast. Word. What kind of shirt is that? Because I like that logo. Is that LRG, bro? This is Brooks Brothers. Oh, Brooks Brothers, bro. Fire. Their button ups, bro. Fire. Great button ups. Collars. They just stay. You know, they 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 stay. Yeah. They, they don't then just like do the flop up thing. You know what I mean, I Bro- dude? That. Brooks Brothers is the way to go. Yeah, so. big fan, big fan. Shout out to Brooks Brothers. And this is the GRP merch for the listeners. GRP merch is out. I love you so much for buying it. Thank you. Word. Go to the podcast and yes. listen to it, and listen, listen to the podcast. Of course. Well, if shit. if you're this deep into into this podcast, yeah. then I then I love you <laughs> so much. Fan. I just love you. Wait, hold on. This is just me and this is me and the listener, real personal. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say. I'm hey, low-key starving, bro. Hey, you um, know I love... Yo, you want an apple? Yo, you have trail mix right here. <laughs> Is it off me an apple, bro? Graham always has the apple because an apple's a gram. It's <laughs> <laughs> bars. Um, wait, wait, so wait hold on. Wait, but an apple is a gram? Wait, an apple is not... An, an apple is like the... 
An apple is a lot more than I have no idea what you're talking about. An apple is way more than 10 grams. It's like the uniform. There's only one gram that really matters, though. One something. There's only one gram that really matters, and that's me. I just wanted to say that. Okay. He muted us for that. Yeah, that was I want you to know that. I have a lot of shameless self promotion. I respect that entirely. Terrible. I did it at work today. I was going to tell you about that. I got to call it. So I work for Enterprise. I rent like the fucking the nice cars and shit. And this dude calls me. He's like, hey, my name is Rel. I want to rent a car, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, word? I was like, you know, what are you looking for? We're talking about Maseratis, whatever. And he's like, I'm actually like a rapper. I'm just trying to come through, pull up to the studio or something nice. I was like, yo, my name is Psych Montano. What's good? <laughs> like, I, I, I didn't care. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm at work. But like, if you're a rapper and I'm the car guy, like, let's, you're going to get the car. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, we'll let's talk, talk about the real car quick. later. Where are you from? What are you trying to do out here? Are yeah. you from Tampa? Are you in Tampa? First, let me tell you about Psych through? 101, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out so Mike Mass for producing that. We got so Right One did the engineering good. for that. One so Music Collective. Good. So you should have asked yes. him like, "Yo, what are you driving in real life, my guy?" He's like, why <laughs> well, I you? got his insurance policy, but I won't do that to him. Oh yeah, why are you renting a car to, to yo, go to the yo, studio? Yo, nah, bro. shout out Rel. Rel, Rel was mad cool. Um, Dude, and so, he said he peeped the project. So. I want to talk about Psych One Hundred One for a second. Oh, okay, yes. So back in like, when did it come out? November, October twenty third. October, October twenty third. Okay, so mm -hmm. October around that time, right? Uh, me and him, I was already talking with OMC, mm -hmm. and right put it on a story, and I listened to it about a thousand fucking times. Nice, dude. Like holy shit, holy shit. That's a big compliment. Thank you, man. Dude, That's like I, yo, like. Fucking dude, intro to Psych. I think I've listened to that song ten thousand times, and I've sent it That's to perception. a billion people. Perception produced that beat. Yeah. Shout out to Perception because that was the second beat he ever made in yeah. his life. Yeah, that's facts. Which is wait, wait, like, wait, 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 who who produced the one that's like dangerous? Like who? Um, Morning Light. Yeah, Morning Light. Mike no, Mass. So it was Perception channel. was Intro to Psych, and then Mike Mass produced the okay. rest of the project, and then um, Right One engineered the whole thing. That's actually my favorite beat on the project. Morning Light. The Morning Light. That's your yeah. favorite one. That's my favorite beat. I on feel the like I feel like Beyond Elsewhere. I, ever since I heard that beat the first time, that's turning that into is, that's turning into my favorite live record. The really? one you do live. It's my favorite song. Morning Light? Yeah. I'm working no, on it. No, 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 no. Not oh. Morning Light. Um, the, uh, beyond uh, Elsewhere? Not Beyond, beyond Elsewhere, yeah. Mm -hmm. The Fast One? Yeah, that's just mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. Fun life. I'm eating Trail Mix. Good so energy. <laughs> dude, Trail Mix is good, Shout huh? Trail Mix. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, no, nah, it's not good. Here, just the raisins. Here, dude. And like, one, and like one M&M. Yeah. It's just more sanitary. It's more sanitary. If it's like, you know what I mean? I'm not eating out the bag. I'm just eating off the fucking shit that's spilled on the table. Just eating off the floor, yeah. Or I mean, sorry, the table. I don't know why I said the floor. Sorry, it's late. Like I'm a fucking rat. <laughs> shout out to, right, I gotta shout out my people man. Nah, I appreciate that Graham for real though That's that's definitely love We worked hard on that project Yeah, yeah we did um, and, yo, We was in a lot of different situations to make that happen because, I broke as fuck when I made those beats Yeah we were really, really like <laughs> The reason I like that project Alright so let, like, let's talk about it I yeah. always said my feedback from it After it was done, mastered, the whole nine Was that it felt like very tribe called quest influenced yeah oh yeah just the sound That's of it it yeah. sounds like it came out in like 1987 <laughs> like some early hip-hop like underground like just the like the vibes not necessarily the bars more so like just the way that the album sounds like and how it, it sounds in the headphones and everything there's like static at some points that's just like it just sounds the right amount of hip-hop mm. and i really think that it's i like that because it has a lot of the rawness from when we were recording the project, they're dying on What's shit. What, what are you, what are you, you're you're giggling? No, you're no, giggling I'm right now, dude. I'm sorry. What are you giggling about? I'm giggling Boy. about how amazing this album is. Continue, please. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really cool because we was in the Tampa Bay Wave. We were on Kennedy Boulevard recording that. Um, you literally have 
M&M shell on your on, like <laughs> you got it. No, you got it. <laughs> Listen, keep going about the album, man. Come on. I'm just trying to eat my M&M's and listen to you talk about the he's, album. He's, he's pointing it out. No, um, we was recording there. That was perceptions based. That was early perception recordings, engineering. You're dying right now. Is it, is it me? I don't. Or is no, it, no, no, no. It's, it's just funny. funny. No, no, no. It was perception. Shout out to perception. He's an engineer Five Five Studios in Ebor City. Facts. Uh, Cliff Brown runs that studio. He's actually one of the founding members of the Justice League production team. Yeah. Which has produced, you know, Dice Pineapples mm-hmm. and the Maybach music oh. records with Jay-Z. Like, oh, my God. Dice Pineapple. That was one of the first beats I ever wrote, too. Yeah. So, Dice, uh, Dice Pineapples. What, mm-hmm. what is that? It's a song by Drake and Rick Ross okay. uh, and Wale. It was a very big song. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. I've honestly never heard of it. That was one of the most it's recent it's ones. Those pianos. You know, Shouty's so fun. Pussy's so fresh. <laughs> Yo, why did he rap that way on that Farrakhan joint? Coming crazy, but at least you're coming. <laughs> Feels good. Girl, what, how's that shit go? She's See dancing. See, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the right one. Shout out to the right one. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> right, right, right one made me do it. Wait, not ready. OMC made a shit. That, that, that's is, what that, it, is that the tag? That, that is the tag. OMC. Made a shit? Uh, no. <laughs> OMC made a shit? No, dude. Nah, the boy. OMC made, made that shit. OMC made that shit. The boy right one got some fire ass Yeah, beats. for real. Dude, Shout out to does, him. Dude. No bullshit. He got some fire ass Dude, beats. yo. Like, I, okay. You guys, Bangers. You guys are sitting in the middle of OMC right now. We got some records like, in the ball. Sure. Oh, mm-hmm. th- yeah. No, I've heard. Dude, like y'all are sitting in OMC right now. Dude, I'm sure, as I'm sure you can imagine. I, this is like my second home. Like I'm literally always here. Of course. And I'm just listening to Wright cook up yeah. in the studio all day long. Music, and dude, he is just a wealth of knowledge. I, I interviewed this dude, uh, Sean, uh, the other Sean Sean Bucha. He has like sort of a weird last uh, last name. Um, and he's an audio engineer. And dude, after the podcast, I just brought him into uh, like Wright Studio. And dude, they just chatted it up for like 45 minutes, just about like audio engineering and producing and stuff like they really really know their shit it's yeah, he really knows his cool. shit bro it's good to see mm-hmm. him like get out here and like create some like because we was fucking with him when he had this shit in his house yeah that was, that was a real I, I listen i really fuck with that vibe that was really cool he had the same um who's the artist who did the the hundred the hundred dollar bill up front uh, jason skeldon yeah like just having that the in the studio the whole the whole vibe um my cousin came through one time it was me mike perception we was just just hanging out, man. It, it was a good vibe, and like seeing you guys That's here awesome. is really dope as fuck. Cause it's like the expansion is cool, and but that was that was cool. Like, see, that's hip hop in the what? homie's crib. Yeah, cause when with he, the professional setup, and you wouldn't know just by passing through the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. that's yeah. So how it went was, see, money was trying to get back into music because he was in real estate. So he hit me up. He said, "Yo, Mike Mass, I'm trying to get back into music. I know you're out here in Tampa doing your music shit." Come over mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we'll work on a record and, you know, let me pick your brain. So I came in this house. We did a record, which we, we should be putting out soon. What's it, um, called? What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? It's called Stack from the Bottom Up. Stack from the Bottom Up. <sighs> yeah. And um, he was like, yo, this was dope. Hey, any other artists that you know that you have, bring them through. Any other people that you know, you know, whatever. So I said, okay. And I brought Perception through. And him and Perception start working on records together. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, C-Money rocks with Perception. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So Perception went and said, yo, this dude Jeff, he got some shit popping. He's a good engineer. 
See money in Jeff Link up. You know what I'm saying? And uh, here we are, the studio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so pretty, like, it's pretty dope, huh? It's all uh, just like networking. It, it's 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 reaching out like yo. It's reaching out for help that mm-hmm. creates these situations. You feel what I'm saying? It's opportunity. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's 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 saying yo. I need to get in the game. I need you to help me get in the game, and it, it's networking, mm-hmm. right? It's all networking. Yeah, like I love when two just like because I don't make a move without C money, honestly. Yeah. Like, it, dude, it's it, and from the outside looking in, it's like they just like converged and had like and just had like this beautiful baby, and now I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> this place is fucking beautiful, dog. The stars align. This place is beautiful as fuck, dude. Yo, mm-hmm. and like the reason that, that I came out to Tampa is because. I listened to Psych 101 and I like was talking to C about like the music scene out here. Mm-hmm. And I recognized that like in Fort Lauderdale and Miami, you know, like it's cool. Like, and the, and I'm not even going to say that the culture is like something that I know a lot about. Like, right. I, I'm not going to say that it's good or bad. I just really, really don't like know about the music culture right. of Fort Lauderdale. But right. what I saw from afar, from East Florida, mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, represent East Florida. <laughs> um, what I saw from afar was that there's a lot of talent and a lot of support. And I think that where there's a lot of talent and a lot of support, there's a lot of working togetherness. Mm-hmm. And that is what makes That's what success. Tampa's about, bro. That's what makes success. I, I really feel we had to make here. it that way. Oh, absolutely. That That's one thing I learned when I came out here was like, this was not always here. This was... People were like, nah, I'm not going to go looking elsewhere for something to give me what I'm looking out of the music scene. Like, this guy right here, like, the only reason I'm sitting here is because I hit up people reaching out for help. And I was like, hey, Cambada, shout out Cambada. I know you used to be out in Tampa. Right. Do you know anybody? Right. And... And you know Mike what? Nass dude? was the first person who was like, "Oh, Bada hit you up, like, yo, come through. Let me show you the scene. Like, I wanna, I want. If that's the person who's sending and dude, you, another person would because that's how Tampa is, bro. Exactly, dude. And another person would think to themselves, "Oh, that's competition. I'm not gonna put him on, dude. A ri- I've been saying this for mm-hmm. such a long time. Mm-hmm. A rising tide, a rising tide raises all ships. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. a, like everyone who has aligned goals. If it, like everyone who has aligned goals." Like, the more people who want to be a rapper, it's going to make rap better. And it's going to give you, a, like, more of a right. platform to, like... That's why I love uh, sports. Yeah. I mean, we were actually talking earlier today. I feel like I'm very out of touch with sports. But that's the same thing. That friendly... It's friendly but not friendly competition because everybody wants to be the best. Everybody wants to be the MVP. But at the end of the day, that's what makes sports sports is that not everybody can be number one or number whatever the bottom of the list is, he's really tearing Yeah, into I'm like, what's going on over here? Man? Trail mix over here, B. Trail mix is great. Man, I'm just eating all the M&M's. I'm not eating any of the, uh, anything else Dude, wait, yeah, do, do you want me to get you? you your mouth must be salty. <laughs> your mouth your Boy. mouth must be the dead sea right now. Because, dude, it is like, the, trail mix is so goddamn salty. Is it the M&M's, bro? Uh, M&M's uh, good Dylan, as fuck. Would you mind grabbing... Uh, I, I don't need a water. No, can, you gra- can you grab me a water my- and just bring an extra one? Like, I don't need a water. Dude. I'm, I got chocolate. I, no, no, I know chocolate. you don't, but I'm going to ask you to drink some. Just to, like, it's going to be it's gonna be great. It's going to make him feel better. Yeah. I don't want no water, son. You're going to ruin the, the M&M taste. That's you what I'm saying? saying? No, I'm I'm trying to make keep it that better. going. You ever see the movie Water for Chocolate? Nah. It's an old movie, but I I've never seen it on understood that. I've my meta- grandma's house, but I never watched it. Exactly. I've never <laughs> understood that metaphor. Water and chocolate, I feel like, don't mix. 
<laughs> I've seen all the chocolate of my grandma. That's bars. Nah, you know how you remember like. So funny, but that's hilarious. Every kid remembers like a shelf of movies at that grandma house. It's always the same. Shit you never want to watch ever You know with the weird old writing And it's like a faded weird color Like nah I don't want to watch that movie like, That's why I never watched The Exorcist Oh man that should have fucked you up man Nah I'm good I'm Oof. good on all that Wave theory movie night No I'm kidding Oh man we're gonna try to start that Book man. theory Cricket or So we were talking ball. earlier about this I was like Mike always tries to teach me Like he's gotta school me Whether it's rap school or movie school Like Mike is a very well learned person When it comes to bro, cinema Bro bro Just like bro all just, right, the podcast is now about just these M&M's. Take a, it's derailed take a four couple. conversations now. Do you play the Kevin Bacon game? Have you played that? Oh, uh, here There's we go. The Let's seven do degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm aware of it. Kevin Let's Bacon. run it. Uh, uh, hold on a second. Do me a favor. Take a coffee cup and just fill it up with trail mix. Rob Schneider, Mike, go. I want all the trail mix. I want the, I want the M&M's. No, because I know that you're... So you're telling me right now that you're not going to reach down there again and get more trail mix? I'm not. I'm done. Pause. But, dude, I know I'm telling you, like, if you want more trail mix. If you want more trail mix, I'm happy to help you. I don't want no trail mix. I just want M&M's. That's it. I'm good. I'm not going to eat no more. All right. Now, drink some water. Let's let's cheers to some water. I don't need no water. Dude, son. I, no, I know you don't, but I want you to take a sip and just tell me how it feels for the podcast. Bro, I'm not gonna lie. you're going to ruin my chocolate experience right now. There's more chocolate. Shout out happy hour medicinal. Do you feel refreshed? Beanie. Do you feel refreshed? Nah, nah. Oh my god, that's, nah, cap. I feel that's like cap. Cap. Now I feel I, like I, I need to drink some weak ass hot chocolate just now. I need a button that says. I feel like I drink some like, hot chocolate with water and no nothing like you know what I'm saying. It's just a watery chocolate. Dude, it sounds like you're being treated as royalty. You're drinking hot chocolatey water. <laughs> Dude, you're well. Welcome to the Graham Radio podcast, my friend. <laughs> well, we got hot chocolatey water for everybody. <laughs> All that, all that. <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote me in this. <laughs> Wait, well, let's talk more music. I'm in. I'm in. I feel like I'm in rap mode now, Mike. Okay. Besides, ra- uh, besides rap, because obviously we all listen to rap. Okay. Uh, Mike, what do you listen to? Uh, I listen to a lot of. I listen to a lot of '80s Japanese pop. Um, oh, really? Because like I'm a be, producer as well. Because I'm very a, interesting. Like be, who? I can't give you names. It's just like shit you find on playlists. Like I dig for shit that's like completely obscure. Are you on Spotify? I'm on Spotify, but most of my content yeah, is where do you find it? better consumed than YouTube. On YouTube? Dude. Yeah. Um I got you. I feel like we're gonna forget about this later. I, I wanna um I want you to send me a playlist so I can like like listen to it and like repost it and stuff. I got you. I have an album on Bandcamp actually. You have an album um, on Bandcamp, dude. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Bandcamp member. It's Let's, yeah. he- heavy rotation one. Dot bandcamp.com oh, very so abstract good. album uh live instrumentation a lot of drums that shit got, is so fun uh, trumpet on there and some bass and uh with Spanatola shout out to Spanatola beat fanatic what should i google or google what should i look up on bandcamp to find just it? type in heavy rotation onebandcampcom in the browser t- in the browser oh, section oh 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 in the browser section yeah wait one more time slowly heavy rotation 1 Dot bandcamp.com. Wait, wait. Put the camera on. Oh, oh, oh. He, he fucking reached down. I knew you would. I had, a, I had a, a, a window. Cup. I had fill a window. A, no, fill up a, a coffee cup. With, right. it's, no, you have a coffee cup. Oh, I ate God. all the M&M's out of that. There's no M&M's left in there. This is such fucking This bullshit. podcast has Look been completely that. derailed. Look this through that. This is a public service announcement. Okay, I see a fucking Eminem in here. Oh, let me get that. Oh, my. <laughs> Where at? Cut. Shout out, Hope. Your mic is now cut, dude. Where'd you see an Eminem, oh, though? It's not cut. Oh, shit, it's right there. Oh, I cut my mic. Okay. <laughs> that was- Mike Mass is the most, the most censored 
<laughs> guest on this podcast. Nah, this is all good. This is such bullshit. This is a great show. Oh, yeah, wait. Heavyrotation1.bandcamp.com? Yes, sir. Heavy wait, rotation the, one. the number one or the... The number one, yeah. One... Heavy rotation one dot band camp. That was the first Tampa like music that I heard when I came out here. When you sent that to me, I was like, "Oh, like they're they're real out here." Because like being from New York, New York, you think you you know how much is it? Big head. That shit is seven bucks. Uh, heavy rotation bucks, is crazy. Check this shit out for I'm real. I'm buying it. That's it. I'm I know it. you don't give it enough credit. Bro, you're awesome. You don't give it enough credit. What heavy, that, rotation? heavy rotation is incredible. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I want you to hear. I think you'll enjoy it. It's kind of like really an abstract, kind of like a pimple butterfly oh, oh, type fuck. situation. I actually, I, I recently had to cancel my credit card. That like, so, right, don't worry so, about on you. some like on on some. Fr- like, Somebody got you. Fraud, yeah, because got, of fraud. Welcome to Tampa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't want to. For the listeners, It'd I. Be like that in Tampa. For the listeners, I will be. Everybody's there. hustling. It just depends on what kind of hustling you're trying to do. Wait, Tampa's Actually, drop city. Do you know oh, wait, that? Are you familiar on. with that terminology? I think that I can mm. buy it with PayPal. Hold on. I, I, or wait. I'm, yeah, don't put my PayPal shit on. <laughs> um, Yo, blur yeah. that shit out, B. Boom. Done. Are they going to start using your PayPal to just order support, like Alibaba shit? Support. Support. You're the people who you want to support. Support who you fuck with. God damn right. You know, support don't, who you fuck with. Don't be afraid to look like a dick rider. That's the biggest thing plaguing hip hop right now. Nobody wants yep. to look like a dick rider. Yeah. And people dude, really want to support each other. That's what I love about Tampa. Yeah. People are like, oh, like you're dope. You're cool. Like you're up front. I mean, dude, that's literally your what events. I, and they that's come what out. I witnessed that. Look at Shuffle, Shuffle, bro. Yeah, Shuffle is dope. It's I love just, that we just said that. <laughs> <laughs> that was bars. Yeah. All right, man. Look, how much longer we got on here? I don't know. How, how are you getting tired? I want to know. It's all, the, the trail mix is uh, is uh, the, the trail the trail mix is getting to him. I have um, to. I, I have to. Ha- we have to do one thing before I leave. Sure. Yeah, I, I'm down. I'm down to end the podcast. We've been going for a while. Damn, we haven't. I want to see if you can. I want to see if you can do the Kevin Bacon game right here on air. All right, let's go for it. I'm gonna give and, you uh, for the listeners. Give the rules, and honestly, for me, because I don't know exactly what this is. I have an idea of what it might be. Like Good a game. So six degrees of Kevin Bacon is a game. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, hold on, hold on, like one second. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm down. I'm down. Yo, yeah, yeah. Like what, what we were saying is like, dude, like uh, we should freestyle. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Yo, they, yo, that's how we should close it out. Uh, that's how. That's how we should close it out. All right, hold on. Let's, yeah, yeah. But first, go. six degrees of Kevin Bacon. So, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Uh, wait, seven or six? It's six. six. It's, it's six. six. Yeah, we actually looked this up on the podcast like yeah. a few days ago. I said one before and nobody heard me. I said Rob Schneider. Oh, wow. We're not going to do Rob Schneider, though, because I have to pick it. You know what I'm saying? You got to uh, get, you got to, I thought you were going. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I'll do Rob Mike, Schneider, but Mike, we got to start. I want you to do one. Explain the game. Explain the game. God damn it, Psych. All right, so. <laughs> Jump at the gun. You have to connect any actor or actress to Kevin Bacon using co stars in movies, and you have to use less than six. Steps to connect them. Oh, this degrees is fun. of separation. This is very fun. Well, I'll start because I'm the goat at this. Yeah, Mike's. You crazy. give me, give me. You said Rob Schneider. Yeah, that's an easy. That's easy. He's worked with everybody. All right, so let's do Rob Schneider. Now I'm on the spot. It's like mad hard. All right, <laughs> so Rob Schneider was in what? Grown ups. Okay. See, now that's too, that's too way too it's easy. too easy, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Let's but do directly. All right. Yeah, no. the, the only uh, Kevin Bacon movie that I can even think of is Dirty Dancing. Wow. Like, that's I don't know anything about Wait, Kevin Bacon. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can. All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to school you on bacon right now. All right. That's the sound of bacon. <laughs> so, Jennifer Lopez, go. 
Jennifer Lopez? Let's really? go. That's tough. No, She's it's been not. in movies. It's not tough at all. Hit me. Yo, this is a lot like the the Wikipedia game. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez was in, let's just say, fucking Gili, right? With Ben Affleck. I didn't know that. Right? Now, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, right? He was in fucking Goodwill Hunting, right? With That's two. That's, we're, we're at two. We're at two. Mm-hmm. We're at two. I'll keep track. Right? So he's in Goodwill Hunting with, let's say, Matt Damon, okay? Mm-hmm. Matt Damon is in. The Departed, right? With fucking who's in The Departed? Everyone and everyone. Yeah, I believe Alec Baldwin is in The Departed. He is, in fact, in The Departed. I believe he is also in the movie Mystic River. Johnny Depp, which stars. By the way, I just want to say we are at four. Which stars none other than Kevin Bacon. Boom. Do you want to do it? Do it. <laughs> And that's how you play the Kevin Bacon game. Yes, and that has been the Kevin Bacon game. That's it. Let's fucking freestyle. Let's Let's go. All right, I'm going to pull up an instrumental. What beat are you going to play? I don't even care. Just play anything. I'm going to play play some Cooking Soul. I'm going to play some Cooking Soul. Oh, Cooking Soul. All right, well, that that works. Let's fuck with it. Let's cook some soul. Yeah. (laughs) Let's cook some souls. Are we we all going in? We're all going in? What? I mean, whatever you want to do, man. If you play a beat, we're going to rap. Okay, cool. Ooh, ooh, Lord. All right, I'm gonna bring back up. Let's go, Mike. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yo, Rama the preacher, the teacher that never honors students. Get your mind in tune with a scholar spitting and bombing fluid. Claiming they hotter, but we calm and cool it. Rugged rapper, no class. You can say my vibe is true and kind of Buddhist. Meditate, find a center, elevate. Curve it when I serve it, but it's illustrate. Draw, make a nigga shake. When you thinking bigger niggas hate. Came to Florida, made the state simmer simply with the visions of my inner state. Pulling teeth until I'm making what a dentist make. Medals for the wisdom. Tell me how to feel and taste. Like I'm gift wrapping killer tape till it break. Uh, mad sick of spitting till I hit the plate. A plus flow, it's all gusto. They must know the pocket hole of manual. They wonder how we clutch though. No secret, it's known we go deep with this. A plus flow, a nigga genius teaching like this. Common cold influenza bug. The sickest illicit bowler infecting ya. The dope is injected slow through your ventricles Spreading through blood to bones, tending to skeleton Corona under your nose, no detection though Mental inception, your senses overload, get a hold Get a grip, you're on the rope, sweating, letting choke Red and hood, the home wrecker, bigger, better wolf Edward scissor delivery, wrist a weapon tool Spitting liquid, the regular, unleaded flow In the desert, low digger, Hawaii Terrorists get patrol, terrorists get patrol Infectious rhetoric, heretic, match my pedestal Prick like thorns, warm for head is swole Sacrificial, guess I am the goat Blasphemous in the souls, run it, I sprint in skulls Montana load the revolvers and tripodal Three sixes gunners, your spirit so fly Yeah Ooh, little switch up the beat Yeah, yeah Let's go, Graham You sound so fly, but you know 
one thing that y'all might not go is one thing that y'all might not know is uh yo my first name yo that's levi yeah you know that's graham i'ma make a brand new mother motherfucking put some spam yeah you know i don't give a fuck i'll fuck your bitch yeah you know i don't even care because i'm that kid yo give me that red i call it solo high school straight played hella water polo i don't even fuck with anybody fuck the popo oh my god y'all crazy y'all so fucking loco flat up Ooh. keep it going keep the beats going Where is it back? Where is it back? what is that let's type check down a little bit we can't hear us Ooh. check 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 yo one two Ooh. one two. Oh yeah that's good yo Flattered by they chatter, I gather they took a liking A rapper looked at his life, found this in a book that he writes in glares Used to be an understairs, that's the boogeyman Attic when it come to the top, my climb is fully planned Feeling fresher than stiff and stretches zipped If it's death eventually, shit, I could tell I'm meant to be this Proportion of poet, greater misfortune Paid in my portrait, I'm Jean Throwing up same old these thoughts, forming my payload Prey, facing fatality, fame, tasting reality Casually, I'm considered casualty if I today croak No choice but a legacy Got a great hope, top rap, check your brack. I'm in space, ghosts, horror picture artist, killing in fiction. This art of picture, real fiction, the clip of the horror. Get, ah, let's Woo. go, let's uh, go, psych. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. History written by victorious leaders. This story's hidden by notorious speakers. It's morbid, different lives are untreated equal So people lean on the defense The streets is more mean and lethal than ever before Bodies on top of bodies piling up constantly Look outside, reminds me of Tiananmen's floor 1989 up in college, following knowledge Hypocrisy wants me, but I do not fight at the president's call I don't fly at the sight of a war Mike in my palm, do it right like my grandfather 1974 For my people, incite riots for the resident poor Type in Armando Montana, Assemblyman New York Men to arms and gents to the trenches Ladies dress for excellence Best if you show your breasts to our guests Come on and tighten them bras Soldiers don't rest unless you undress And give them attention They're like devils with horns They'll fight for the cause In spite of everything known As diamonds they want Underlining the tiny claws They pine for the gold mm. They try to ride and record For dimes and they pause Light with the sauce I outperform y'all combining to one Got knives in my punch Lines can slice up your drums When I spit it's like a sharpened claws You're griping at straws mm. I'm the one who ensures what you draw You might get the short Wolverine need peroxide hydrogen gold Let's go. Shout out to Graham. Graham Radio Podcast. Graham Radio Podcast. Word. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. (laughs) Hey, man. It's real. It's been cool as fuck. Dude, that was an awesome cipher. That was incredible. Um, I want to thank you both for being on the Graham Radio podcast. Thank you, man. Thank you, bro. bro. This has been. We appreciate you. This has been a full experience. And I like it. Hey man, I'm I happy. I'm happy that you like it. Um, and dude, that's that's just what I'm bringing. <laughs> that's just the energy that I'm bringing. Good stuff, man. I yeah. fucks with this shit. Hell yeah, podcasting. Shuffle Tampa every Tuesday in Tampa yes, Bay, yes. hosted by Wave Theory. Mm-hmm. Lilith album release. <sighs> Chaotic composure comes out tomorrow in two hours. It drops at midnight tomorrow. That's January fifteenth. Uh. That's going to be amazing. Her video, yep. Taste, Tasteful Violence, is out on YouTube. So look up Lilith. She's the produced newest. Produced by Mike Mass. She's the newest. Produced by Perception, actually. Really? I thought that was you. That's Perception. Produced by Perception. She's the newest Wave Theory artist is Lilith. 
And wow. uh, she will be coming with us wow. to both the Black Wall Street Gallery show on Canal Street in Manhattan and also the Plug Studio show in Bloomfield, New Jersey. Shout out to Ren Thomas. Yeah, so. we didn't even get to talk about that. So real quick, we're going out next yeah, week. Yeah, please. We're going to yeah. be going to New York. We're shooting a music video with Ren Thomas at the Plug Studios. Uh, shout out to C's. We're going to be doing some stuff at the Black Wall Street Gallery up in New York. We just got out from Tulsa earlier in December. Um, and then we're going to be doing another show what were we doing on the weekend, uh, 23rd or, tw- or 24th? That's it. We just got the Thursday and the Friday. The Thursday and, and the, the Friday, Saturday, cool. we're going to try to see what we can do, squeeze in some podcasts and radio appearances, awesome. uh, do some photo shoot stuff. And then, uh, we got a lot yeah. of good stuff going on up there. We're going to be in Jersey more so than we are going to be in New York. You know, they got mm-hmm. a full shutdown, no dining inside right now, and it's dumb cold. So yeah, we're going to be nice and cozy inside a restaurant in Jersey City more than likely. Shout out Wave Theory. <laughs> Shout out Symphonic Distribution. Yes, Happy all day. Hour. Happy Hour is a big one. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Visionary Rising Agency. Absolutely. Leticia always holds it down, and she has a bunch of podcast stuff going on. So follow them, Visionary Rising Agency. Also, Skate Park at Tampa is an official sponsor of Mike Matz and Wave Theory now. <laughs> That's amazing. So shout out to Skate Park. I, about that. I saw your socks. Yeah, the sock game. You know what I'm saying? I can still rock the skate park even when I'm in the trench coat button up type vibes. I still got the sock game to represent. Hip hop culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're representing the skate park. Uh, we're representing Happy Hour Medicinals, Admix, uh, which is an architectural design yep. company. They also sponsor us. Um, shout out Tobin. Shout out Conrad. Yeah, Conrad Garner, the God. And uh, also the Last Prisoner Project, um, which is basically a charity that we uh, we support that is all about uh, lessening charges and getting people out of jail for marijuana charges mm-hmm. um, because of the, the, the recent legality of it on a grand scale has kind of left a lot of people behind uh, incarcerated um, unfairly, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that organization is dedicated solely to getting those people out of jail and getting their charges reduced. So uh, we actually support that charity not only by putting a, a portion of what we make from the shows towards the charity, but also by having people at our shows write letters uh, to the prisoners and also, you know, sign up for like the newsletters and different ways yep. they can participate. So, we have well, wait, wait, can I, can, I, can, I, can I write a letter to Absolutely. Prisoners? I have the binder at my crib. I'll bring it to Yeah, uh, yeah we're going to have Tuesdays. it at Shuffle on Tuesday. We're going to start bringing it every and time. I'd be, I'd be happy to talk about that on the pod. Yeah, I'd be happy to talk about that. Yeah, awesome. so that's a, it's a huge organization. Make sure you go to Instagram and follow Last Prisoner Project. Um, they support and are supported by some of the biggest names in entertainment, and they actually support us and have commented on my page a few times. Uh, in yep. support of what we did in Tulsa, Oklahoma for the Black Wall Street uh, community. Shout out Duke. So, wait, wait, Last Prisoner Project? Last Prisoner Project, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so for the people on YouTube, um, I just hit them with a follow. Yeah. We work to redress the past and continuing harms of the war on drugs through legal intervention, public education, and legislative advocacy. I love that. It's great. It's a great cause. Um, yeah, they're, that's awesome. They're very professional, and they've been doing this a long time, and they have big, big names. So we're we're honored for them to even acknowledge Absolutely. us directly uh, as somebody that's working for their cause. So we're bringing that everywhere we go, and we're going to be bringing that to New York and New Jersey. So That's incredible. A lot of shit. So where can people find you guys? Mike Mass Music on Instagram. If you want to see the best work that I have, just go to YouTube and type in Mike Mass. You'll find... My Sway Freestyles, all my radio. Free. I did Static Select this show on Shade 45 as well. I've also done uh, Rap is Out of Control Radio with DJ Eclipse. Um, and that was an amazing experience. Um, I've also done a bunch of local stuff here in Tampa. I did the Skate Park of Tampa for Tampa Am and Tampa Pro, Gasparilla Music Festival. Um, hopefully these festivals come back, man, because we really... <laughs> 
Want to get back into that? Symphonic did Vibes of the Bay. Our oh perfor- my uh, shout out Vibes of the Bay. That was that was really amazing to be a part of that. And our cipher from a Happy Hour Medicinals Grow House is actually going to be coming out real soon. The video for that. And uh, mm-hmm. shout out to Z. Shout out to Cat. You know what I'm saying? They're the vocalists um, that rock with us. Shout out to Marco, man. The next day we miss you, buddy. Come yeah, back, for real man. <laughs> Come New back York out. Was a dream. Come back. Yeah, man. So uh, yeah, just want to give everybody the shout outs that they deserve, and uh, you know, shout out to Defaz again, Perception. Uh, who am I forgetting? I forget. Ned. Albert J. Shout Ned. out to Ned, baby. Yeah, for real. Ned Pope. Me and Ned got a record coming out. Produced yeah. by Mike Mass. So Albert like, J. Of course, too. Of course. Albert, Albert J. Is going on the trip. Me and Albert got a project coming out as well. Alec Byrne, right? ABR. ABR. The Zuduru gang. Shout out to Zuduru, Hayella, Jimbo. Yeah. I think that's Collective it. Collective is dope. I think, yeah. we've, uh, I think we've covered everybody. Mm-hmm. And you can follow me at Psych Montano everywhere. <laughs> that's, Psych the, Montano. that's easy. P-S-Y-C-H everywhere. Uh, Grime Mode Cypher. Psych, Mon- so that's Psych Montano and Mike Mass Music. Mike Mass Music and Psych Montano. Psych Montano. Yes, everywhere. it is. And of course, follow the Graham Radio for follow at Graham Radio for everything music. Check out the post game mixes. Promo code GRP for Harry Blues Gin, and uh, buy the merch. All right, I love you. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Like I said, it was awesome. Thank you for uh, thank you for coming in, Mike Mass. Thank you for coming in, Psych Montano. It was a great time. Um, as always, follow Graham Radio for everything music. Check out onemusiccollective.com for the podcasting and music production and distribution channels. It's dope. Check out Wave Theory. Come out to the Tuesday night's open mic at Shuffle in Tampa. Such an absolute spot. Thank you so much for listening. And of course, follow The Lone Dog on Instagram. Follow uh, Caraway The Lone Dog Cuenca on YouTube. Harry Blues Gin, promo code GRP. Buy my motherfucking merch. Buy that shit. It looks cool. Trust me. You'll get a lot of compliments when you wear it. Um, I love you. What, what am I missing? Um, I love you so much. Just so much. Thank you for listening. Peace.